This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio. This is Love Sport News. From the Sky News Centre at seven, a man's been jailed for nine years for causing the deaths of two young brothers in a hit and run. Robert Brown sped into six-year-old Corey Platt May and Casper, who was two, in Coventry in February. DS Paul Hughes is from West Midlands Police. This was no accident. This was a deliberate act. He got behind that wheel knowing he shouldn't have. He drove at those speeds knowing he shouldn't be driving at those speeds. That's a deliberate act, hence why it's, it's dangerous. Had some tough cases. Uh, this is one that's going to stay with me for quite a while. President Trump has spoken of his wish that North and South Korea could one day live together in peace and harmony. Leaders Kim Jong-un and his counterpart Moon Jae-in have met for historic peace talks. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have announced the name of their new son four days after he was born. Louis Arthur Charles will be known as His Royal Highness Prince Louis of Cambridge. A British teenager has died while climbing between balconies in Mallorca. Police on the Spanish islands say the 19-year-old Scottish woman was working in Magaluf and had returned home without her keys. A Labour activist has been expelled from the party over an incident at the start of a report into anti-Semitism in 2016. A hearing has decided Mark Wadsworth, who always denied wrongdoing, broke rules by launching a verbal attack on Jewish MP Ruth Smith. ABBA say returning to the studio after 35 years was an extremely joyful experience. The Swedish group have released two new tracks for the first time since they split in 1982. Susie Webb is from ABBA tribute band Faber Girls. We've been doing this for many years now and the audience is always from 15, 16 up to 90s and it just keeps going. And we always think, oh, it's not going to be popular next week, next year rather, something else. And it just doesn't. It always keeps coming back. ABBA say one of their new songs, I Still Have Faith in You, will feature in a TV special in December. That's the latest. I'm Tanya Snugs. The Chelsea Fan Show, the latest on the pensioners. And all the gossip from Stamford Bridge. Plus, new blues getting vocal on the socials. The Chelsea Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Love Sport London, a great station for a great city. City, 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 city,
Evening, it's Love Sport Radio. 558 AM. Big up the Stamford Bridge crew. It's Clayton Beerman. Good evening. Do you like that tune? Is that a bit of you? I love that tune. Yeah. You love it, yeah? I love it's, it. It's, it's yeah. a bit of you, isn't it? It's a bit, it's of, a bit, hey, bit hey, of you, a bit of me. You did. I'm, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm liking the fact you're back in, you know. Well, welcome back, pal. It's Thank been a while. Thank you very much. I've missed you. I've missed you too. You don't say it with much <laughs> conviction. You're like, I've missed you. No, it's a bromance. It's, like when you it's see a bromance, dentist. mate. It's a bromance. <laughs> <laughs> when you see a dentist, yeah, I miss you. Yeah, I really yeah. miss you. Uh, Chidge, yeah, you're back baby. in the building. How's it going? Yeah, all right, mate. All right, good week. All right. All right. All right. All right. We've got some new blood in because we the have. birthday boy has gone off. Yes. He's gone off to a Bernie Inn tonight. He has. <laughs> no, he's actually he's actually at the Ute, the Ute Cup final, is Jonathan. It? Yeah. N- is he actually? Yeah, he is, really. He's making use of his box, isn't he? He is. He is. Venison pie. Fanar, fanar. What? But happy, b- happy, fanar, birthday. Fanar. happy birthday. Happy birthday to Jonathan Kidd. Happy birthday, Jonathan Kidd. Can we? Have, do we have a happy birthday song? Happy, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy Bill Turner's birthday yeah. to you. Happy birthday no, to Jonathan Kidd, the man with many voices. Kiddo. Kiddo. Happy, happy birthday. birthday to you. Happy birthday, you old beep. Um, we got some new blood in. <laughs> it feels weird because you're sitting in kiddo's seat. And do you know what the ironic thing is? I was thinking about yesterday. We had the AC on yesterday. Nice and cold in the studio because when Brian Moore has on, he cranks up the heating for some reason. I just think he feel, maybe he feels cold. You know, maybe maybe that's just Brian's thing. He feels cold. Had the AC on yesterday. It was nice and cold. And one of the lads was like, "Oh, that AC's nice and cold." And I thought back to you know, kiddo. Every week he'll say, "Oh, you know, I'm feeling really cold. I can just feel it. I'm really cold. Can we switch this?" He'll proper moan about. It. Then I realise he sits under the actual unit directly yeah, instead of going, "Hey, Chidge, one day I want to switch my position yeah. to the middle." He'll go, "No, I will sit under the unit and I want to look at the bin." So that's let's, he does look at he the does. bin. He does. He does. Very famously. Uh you know, on, on one of the Monday shows that we do, he, he literally threw his toys out of the pram, and the last we heard from him was, I'm sorry, Chidge, this is just not working for me. And that was it. We lost him for like an hour. He kind of ran away. So Did he go for a sit-down? We don't know. I think he sulked somewhere. But he just generally did just leave the show, you know. Why? So, what did you say to him? Why I, did I, you I, to him? be fair, I had wound him up for the previous hour consistently, hadn't I? So. What were you saying? I don't know, I don't remember. He has technological problems. Oh, yeah, I was getting He doesn't anymore, but he remember, used to, I remember he? that. Yeah. Are they related to the bedroom? No, no, they're related to his he does, he Wi-Fi. Does have, he does have a wee break, because we do a two-hour show too, but we, he, d- he has a, he small has a wee tank, break though. at half-time. He half has a time. small tank. You've got to say, yeah. look, the guy's running on like a one-litre engine. You know, let's be fair, he's not like yeah. you and I. We're diesels. There are only three wheels on his wagon, mate. Basically, yeah. He's like, you know that van in Mr Bean that used to get knocking over? <laughs> 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 you know that, that three-wheel van? It just used to get knocked over every week. Yeah. I don't know how, why, but it just that's kiddo. That is kiddo. He gets that knocked is. over every week. Dan Silver, good to have you in the building, pal. Good to be here. Good to be, yeah. Chelsea fan? Absolutely. Yeah. Dan, so. Dan's a regular on the Monday show. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's not new blood to us, but to well, you, yes. You're new blood into in, in the Love Sport family. Welcome. We welcome you with open arms. Thank you very much. We do. Of course, Shamala is in the building as well. Jamie Larson has taken the calls. 0208 He's reading your tweets as well. At Love Spark Radio, we are going to be talking to Ollie Harbord from Football London on Conte's press conference. And you know what the most in question, important question we ask every week is what? What's the vibe? What's your vibe? What's the vibe? What's your vibe today? Uh, and we're going to look at the Youth Cup final as well. What's going on at the Youth Cup final? Well, uh, I, I talked to Brian more about this a few minutes ago, but mm. it's uh, it's the first leg of the Youth Cup final for the under-18s. Uh, if they win tonight, it'll be their fifth consecutive uh, win, you know, cup win 
in a row. They'll emulate, this should interest you, they will emulate the Busby Babes by doing that. Nice. I have a suspicion that, unlike the Busby Babes, they won't go on to do great things for Chelsea, but Probably that's something not. that we'll want to talk about, because... Uh, the supporters have a huge love for the youth size, don't they? In fact, if we weren't doing the show tonight, I suspect that uh, we'd probably all be there, wouldn't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a great shame. It's uh, it's something we will touch on later. But the fact that we've had such good youth products and the first team has got precisely none of them in it. Well, no. I mean, even Christensen doesn't particularly well, count, does Christensen was bought in, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was bought in and spent... Quite young, yeah, but he was still bought in. But they will have uh, Hudson Odoi playing tonight and uh, Dujon Sterling. Uh, no, sadly, no Ampadu, but Sterling and Odoi have both been on the periphery of the first team this season. So there's hope, isn't there, Dan? Oh, definitely, definitely. I think they superb talent, all two of them. In fact, the whole youth team is brilliant. Just will they get a chance? That's the question, mm. the million-dollar question. Until Ampadu gets the Agadu chant, I'm not... He has. Has he? Ampadu, do, do. I can't remember the rest of it, but we've done that. But Chidge early on actually nailed it. He He is swampy. He is swampy. Remember the guy the guy who used to chain himself to trees? No, I remember Forrest Gump. No, 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 this no, different, different, you weren't, you different tree Aaron, person. You weren't born then. Oh, Greenham Common, not? Greenham Common so, protesters. Was he Womble? Wasn't it? Was he? Yeah, he wouldn't have been born, mate. No, in the eighties. I don't. I think Swampy I, was eighties than that. No. Early nineties. Maybe a little baby. Okay, time. would people like to phone in yeah. and tell us what era Swampy was famous? Dusty in? Bin, not Dusty Bin. That's <laughs> see if he three, knows. Two, one. If he knows three, Dusty Bin, then he should know Swampy. Three two one. That's, scar- the that's Scary Mary from the phone. How are you? Do you remember that? <laughs> I do remember oh, yeah. that. Scary Mary. <laughs> I do remember yeah. that. What a babe. But they should phone in and tell us when Swampy was famous. Any any of your favourite characters you want to share with us? I had a friend, in fact, my one of my best friends. Just one. He married this woman who got arrested for protesting at Green and Common and she was dressed as a badger. And when right. she went to the court, they asked her, and can you give your name, please? Yes, Mrs. Badger. She refused to give her real name. She, really? she kept up the badger pretense through the entire court proceeding. How did that come down? Not very well. <laughs> she got two and a half years. She's still in years. there now. <laughs> no, she's yeah. not. Two and a half yeah. years. I, if, I, if I was to was protest... Her, I'd... Was her sentence set? Oh, Ooh, very good. Thank you very much. She, yeah, yeah, hang on. On. she had a brush with the law. Aaron's <laughs> <laughs> face. like, what's that? What is going on? It's the thing is, look, to our listeners, what you don't realise is I'm, I'm surrounded in, and these guys are... You're old enough... Oh, you're not your probably, dad. I am. You we know, are. No, you're not. No, he is. <laughs> Just we about. We yeah. all are. It's like probably a care home not. in yeah. here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a funny smell in here, isn't there? It is. It just smells really off. It smells oh, like wee. disinfectant and mashed potatoes. Yeah, know, and steroident everywhere. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, we're missing Jonathan, who's the, rust, the oldest. The rust well, he really is a pensioner. He is. Yeah. You know, but we're not quite. He gets really offended yet. when I call you guys the pensioners. I know. As well. But you know why? Go on. He loved it at first, and then I told him off and said, "Don't let him call us the pensioners." And he's kind of got over, you know aggressive about it ever since yeah that's not cool <laughs> 0208 70 that is the number to call we're speaking to ollie harbour next on love sport i think it's about time i found a new lawyer i better call saul love sport i work for a spokesman said.com we can help you save money on your home insurance all you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal the pitbull is back and he wants to convert you all the sports all the news and none of the nonsense the Brian Moore Show drives you home weekdays from 4pm. Give him a try. The last superheated African bloom I enjoyed resulted in legal action. Tremendous. Love Sport, 558am. It's Love Sport Radio. Chidge, that was a very deep exhale. 
Yeah, getting kind of mentally ready for the show for the next two hours. Nice one, Chiz. Let's talk to Ollie Hardboard. He's from Football.London. Evening, Ollie. How you getting on, Evening, pal? guys. How are you? You're Good. You in the press room at the bridge? Uh, I'm currently standing outside in the rain talking to you guys. That, there's there's no signal down there. There's never any yeah, signal. I thought I'd be a bit noisy, so I'm, I'm dedicating myself by standing in the pouring rain. Oh. What's, yeah. what's on the menu tonight? What's in the press cup grub club? <sighs> Just sandwiches, mate. Unfortunately, just for the there's some nice cookies as well. Sandwiches and cookies, nice. a bit of tea and coffee. Um, it's, it's pretty good for a youth game. It's not too bad. Very good. Um, so you were down at Conte's press conference today. As always, we start the show off by asking your question: What what was Conte's vibe today? What was his vibe? Uh, his vibe was pretty chilled, actually. He was actually early for once. Conte's known for being a good five ten minutes late, and he he walked in about three minutes early, which took everyone by surprise. Um, but he was pretty, you know, he was pretty relaxed about what's going on. I think, you know, when it comes to the league now, the fact that they're chasing Spurs probably makes it, the pressure's off a little bit when it comes to the league. You know, they, they can go two points behind Spurs when they play on Monday night. So, you know, if they can get the win there, it puts the pressure back on them. A bit of a turnaround from last year where Spurs was trying to put the pressure on Chelsea. And now it sort of seems like it's the other way around this season. The difference is, though, Ollie, is that if we keep putting the pressure on Spurs, we won't issue a put the pressure on DVD at the end of the season like they did last year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that will definitely be a reminder. I'm sure on social media if that does happen. You don't. You don't really think we. We're, I mean, you know, I think we've talked about this ad infinitum for the last few weeks. But you don't really think that we're in with a chance of catching them, do you? Well, I mean, look, no. I mean, you've got to say it's a slim chance, a very slim chance. But but Spurs do have, you know, some. There's history in this in recent years. You know, they only picked up two points from four games when Leicester won the league. Um, you could say there's probably a different Spurs team now in, in their maturity, I guess, and the way they've come. But, you know, you've got to say they haven't been playing particularly well. They're coming off the back of an FA Cup semi-final. Uh, why not? I mean, you know, they've, they've done it before. Why can't they do it again? I, I think Chelsea have got a little bit more confidence behind them and they're playing a little bit better now as well. And I, see, I, I expect them to sort of see off Swansea and... and and let's see what happens from there, I guess. Mm. It was interesting, actually, because I, I, I did my homework today, uh, not for the first time, but uh, t- uh, Tammy Abraham uh, came up in the conversation, who, of course, you know, it has been playing on loan for Swansea, but uh, obviously can't play against us uh, on Saturday. Um, you know, also with the Youth Cup in mind tonight, you know, what, what, what did he have to say about Tammy Abraham? Is, you know, d- is there hope that at least one of our youth players might actually play for the first team? Well, I mean, he sort of said at the end, and he, but he has said this about a few other players, that, you know, he said that Tammy could be an important player for Chelsea in the future. Um, he thinks that the move was a very good move for him, um, you know, on his development to get experience, to get Premier League experience. Obviously, playing for a team, you know, fighting against relegation is always tough. He's never going to have the chances that he might do if he was playing, you know, leading the line for Chelsea. I think for Tammy, it's going to be really difficult, you know, next season if Morata stays and Giroud's there. And that's why he comes back as well. Um, for him to get a chance in the first team next year, it can be a really tough one. I think he scored what five goals and he's been given 15 starts in the Premier League this year. So it will be a tough one. I mean, you know, if Conte's even there next well, season yeah. as well. So it depends who, who the boss is. I'll be honest, I've completely forgotten about Batshuayi. i just well, forgotten about him. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange one because... You know, his goal-scoring record was superb for Dortmund uh, when he was there on loan. Um, you know, he's obviously had this injury now, which has ended his season. I, I think he will be 
fit in time for the World Cup, and I know uh, Martinez is a fan of his as well. So if he is fit, I, I very much expect him to go, especially over someone like Benteke, who's hardly scored this season as well. So that'll be quite interesting if he does have a strong World Cup, then Dortmund, who are interested in him, I believe, um, for next season, whether they, they sell him on. But I think Chelsea want to keep him, to be honest. Do, do you think he'll make the World Cup, though, Ollie? I mean, he, he had quite a nasty injury, didn't he? I mean, it wasn't a break, but he's certainly done some ligament damage. Yeah, he did some ligament damage, but it wasn't quite as to the extent, to say, as we've seen from Oxlade-Chamberlain. You know, I think he, when it comes to injuries, <sighs> I don't want to use the word lucky, but he got, he got away with it being a really serious one. Um, you know, he's he's quite uh, keen on Instagram to show his progress. You know, he's been working hard in the pool and, and showing that he, he can put some strength on it as well. You know, I think they were optimistic that he, he would only be sort of a, a six-week uh, off. So I think he should probably be back in time. Obviously, he's not going to be fully match fit for the World Cup, but I think he'll be back to make the squad. Mm. Ollie, it's Clayton here. Um, I just want to pick up with David Luiz. I mean, apart from his... Um, alleged non-invite to the party um <laughs> he he said that he might be able to play before the end of the season i can't can't see it can you yeah i mean Conte was quite vague about that he did say he didn't he didn't know if he would be able to i mean louise is not one that's looking to well i mean obviously he'd want to make the world cup squad but i don't think he's played for brazil since june last year i believe so i can't imagine that that's that's going to be a case where he's going to get a late call up I I don't think he will either. I think even if he is maybe even fit for the Newcastle game, I think you'd still see the likes of Cahill or Christensen starting at the back and maybe Louise makes the bench, but it's looking unlikely at the moment. Although he's back in training, apparently. Yeah, I mean, Conte said that, but I think it's more of a... He'd do a bit more one-to-one training and his fitness and things like that. Um, you know, he's finally back out with the guys, but... You know that's that's quite normal for his stage of recovery, and hopefully he can he can sort of get back to some sort of fitness. So here's the thing, uh, Ollie: is uh, is Conte a party pooper, or was he just not invited? <laughs> well, he honestly looked. Uh, he honestly, well, unless he's a very very good actor, he didn't know anything <laughs> about it. Um, you know, he sort of looked. He looked a little bit confused by the question at first, um, and then he kind of looked, turned to the press officer, and sort of said, uh, "What party?" And the uh, press officer replied with, oh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, so it did genuinely seem like he wasn't invited. But, uh, you know, Conte sort of brushed it off and said he's not a fan of parties anyway. But, you know, it doesn't, doesn't sound good if the manager's not invited. So are you there? Now it's the team yet for tonight's game. And that's the team, yeah. Yeah, I've got the team here. Uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi starts. Yes. Which is good to see. Obviously, there's no Ethan Ampadu. But quite interestingly, Ethan Ampadu's dad is the head coach of Arsenal is under 18 side, so he'll, he'll be in charge of Arsenal tonight. Yeah, so good to see Callum Hudson-Odoi starting, Dujon Sterling's on the bench, and uh, Rhys James is starting and captain inside, and I'm a big fan of Rhys James. Uh, he's a very good right-back, but actually from the under-18s tonight, he's actually playing centre-back, which is quite an interesting move, but he's, uh, no, he's, a, he's a very good player as well. So is it the strongest team we could put out? Um, yeah, I'd say it's, it's uh, strong. Obviously, Ampadu would be in the side if he was fit. Uh, you know, there are a lot of talented players in there. I'd, I'd say Dujon Sterling would probably mm. start, but with an eye on the second leg, which is on Monday night, he's probably, you know, giving him a little bit of a rest. And also Dujon Redan, Redan as well, sorry, who um, signed from Ajax last summer, another very talented striker. Uh, he's also on the bench as well. And I would say if it was the strongest 11, he'd probably be starting, but I expect him to start on Monday night in the second leg. Mm. Is Chiloba playing? 
or is he too old now? No, he's too old, Shelliver, now. Yeah. He, uh, he can play in the under-19s in the UEFA Youth League, but he's, just, yeah. he's, he's too old. So, Ollie, I mean, they, they must be favourites for tonight. I mean, I know they beat Arsenal in the, in the league uh, earlier on this season. Uh, they're going for their fifth consecutive FA, Cup youth, uh, FA Youth Cup win. Uh, what would be a good result for them tonight? Well, Bearing in mind that it's two legs. Yeah, I mean, um, but I, I believe there's no away goals rule in the FA Youth Cup. So the two legs, when it comes to that, isn't, isn't too much right. of an issue. I mean, this Arsenal team, although I think they did make quite a few changes, they got stuffed by Spurs 9-0 last week. Goodness me. Um, so you'd expect that Chelsea would definitely be hot favourites. I think taking a couple of goal cushion into, the, into mm. Monday would be, would be fine. But, you know, I remember last year I was up at Manchester for the first leg. So they drew 1-0 and then they stuffed City, I think, 5-1 yeah. here. That's done for Bridge. So, you know, you've got to say Chelsea are, are firm favourites for this. Mm. Don't want to let any goals in. They haven't let a goal in yet, have they, in the nope. Youth Cup this year? No, they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're a brilliant defensive side as well. Um, they, they play with a lot of attacking flair. And, and to be honest, they're just a lot of these players are, are, are really too good for this level now without saying without being you know rude about it i think hudson the doy he's he's passed under 18 level now he's got to be looking for senior level and above uh jamie cumming the goalkeeper he's obviously shown himself to be a good shot stopper he, he saved a couple of decent penalties in the UEFA for youth league semi-final as well so they're definitely a solid unit um even without the likes of ampadu and, and chalaba now because he's too old Mm. Ollie, I know we, we've spoken to you about David Luiz's party already. Look, I know you're a bit of a hot shot. You're a bit of a, a, you know, a man <laughs> about town. You, you're a BNOC, a big name on campus. What, what, what oh, were, you, nice. were you? Were you DJing at, uh, at Luiz's party, what, or were you just on the guest list? I was on security, mate. Um, they needed some. They needed some heavy to make sure that there was no issues, and so I was. I was one of the security yeah. guards. So any as far any as undesirables left out? Someone like Mo Salah, you know. Oh, uh, Kevin De Bruyne tried to sneak his way in, but yeah. we said, no, don't want you back. Uh, not good enough for this party. Go away. Uh, yeah, that was about it. I heard Winston <laughs> Bogard was in the head somewhere. Just like, you know, lurking. <laughs> legend. Chelsea just, legend. Still saying he's got a contract somewhere. Yeah, yeah, him and Jeffrey Broomer and Gore Cantore were all trying to get the row back in. There you go. Nice one, Ollie. Great having you on the show once again. Lee Harbord. Good friend of the, he's become a friend of the yes, show now, hasn't yes. he? Yes, regular on the on the Monday show as well. Yeah, he's become a friend of the show. Good old Ollie Harbord. It's Love Sport Radio. Yeah, go soccer ball. I love soccer ball. Truly do. Yep. Go the Brits. Love Sport. The fan show on Love Sport with 7OTV.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Stop paying too much for your energy bills. Brian saved money on his at a spokesman said.com. Can you? I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman said. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesman said.com compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes. To find real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. You could make the main dealer's day 
by paying over the odds. Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you saved, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Let me tell you, Fulham, similar to West Ham, but more of it. Great with some ketchup, seriously. 558 AM. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Of Sport Radio Friday night, and it's time for story time with Chip. Yes, have you all got your? Cocoa? I wish we could have like a. We, can we? We, have, we need some music. Not the Hovis backing thing. Jack and Ori music. Can, Jack, can you get? Can the, you get the, the Jack and Ori theme, mate? Jack and Ori. Jack and Ori, Jack and Ori says, theme, that? mate. What's I wasn't that, alive mate? when that was on, mate. They what's didn't have that? that. They didn't have televisions in New Zealand in those Flaming days. Flaming galas, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, just to pick up on the on the David Louise party, uh, where I believe he was dressed as a. Roman centurion, wasn't he? Oh, yes. He was indeed. Yes, I wonder what that was a nod a Roman to. centurion. A Roman centurion. What, what was his a name? A Roman was centurion. It, was it Biggis? No. Love or was that. it Max? No. Max no. We can't go We, we can't. Willis Wadawick. Oh. Uh, anyway, David Louise was just Are a Roman Are you mocking centurion. me? I it am. was a medley of walking wall. <laughs> Are you mocking me, hey, look, centurion? Look, 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 look. Oh, are you? Calm it down. Calm Quiet. it down. Anyway. Uh, Wadney. There's a friend of ours called uh, called Carol, uh, who's known as CFC Pinky on Twitter, who's absolutely lovely. She writes a lot, does poems and stuff, and she's an absolutely huge David Louise fan. And I think uh, a game a while must have been a while back because he hasn't played for ages. But he gave her a signed shirt, didn't he, at the ground? She, she's got this flag. Yeah, she? she's got she's, a flag. That's she right. She designs clothes with his face on them. That's right. He invited her yeah. to his party, right? What the one last week? Yeah. This okay. is just a normal fan, and he invited to his party, and he uh, let her read out her because she'd sent him a poem about the, what she had written about him, and he allowed her to read it out at the party. And so this party's full of you know Premier League footballers, the great and good of his friends, and there's little Carol there that he invited. And I just thought, what a lovely touch! What a great guy this 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 guy is. You know, another reason why we need to keep him. I think he's a wonderful bloke. Yeah, real, real character. He, is. he really gets the fans. I mean, JT was there, the whole Chelsea Glitterati. Yeah, and, and Carol. Oh, yeah. Lovely. You and got also, the picture. And he also invited the, um, there's a there's a Asian fan who's got really? David Louise hair. Oh, right. Yeah, and he was there as well. So there's a picture of him as well, the guy who's literally grown his hair to be like David Louise. But can you imagine that? You know, like well, a I Premier League... Pr- like no, 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 you, you don't look like David Louise. I could grow my hair like David Louise. Yeah, but, you know, you, you haven't got the curly hair, mate. I could try it. Yeah. Yeah, but even if you had the curly hair, uh, I wouldn't let you uh, have uh, intimate relations with my wife, as the song goes. But um, 
Same with Owen Hargreaves. Owen Hargreaves. Oh, no. Don't, don't about about a week. Uh, I mean, Andy Jacobs is very funny about it. Owen Hargreaves, my commentary's so boring. He's right. He was just boring in general. I thought he was a good player. Anyway, how lovely of a Premier League footballer to invite an, an ordinary supporter to a party. It kind of belies the myth about Premier League footballers being horrible, really, I think. It's a lovely story. Well done, Carol. Nice one, Carol. Nice one, Carol. Nice one, son. Nice one, Carol. Na, 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 na. Let's have another one. Yeah. Oi. I was actually going to ask you. Oh, yeah. Basically, you know, with David Luiz, is it. It's. Every club needs, like, a bit of a court jester. Yes. Someone who's not maybe the greatest of football players, but will just rile up the crowd. Ours used to be Anderson, you know, because. Let's be fair. The what, guy, Viv Anderson? Pamela? No, Anderson is in. Pamela Anderson? Oliveira Anderson. Never heard of him. From Brazil. Never the heard one, of him. The one Number who knocked seven. in. No, eight. I remember him. Yeah. He knocked in a penalty in, in yeah. the Champions League final. I remember him. Uh, I don't remember that you don't moment, remember, funnily yeah. enough. Probably it's been crying. sponge from my memory. Before that, I was after, I was after JT slipped. Um, yes. But yeah, no. He, he, you know, he was carrying a bit of timber all through his career. Um, Mike Phelan once said that. You know, Anderson was always going to be a great player until he discovered fish and chips. <laughs> you know, he discovered fish and chips. He discovered Nando's. Fashion Japs, mate. Fashion Japs. Dis- dis- uh, discovered Nando's. And there was like a, a Brazilian restaurant in, in Manchester that he used to go to every day. Um, uh, and then after that, he I don't think he completed a 90 minutes. I bet he went to Lou Macari's fish and chip shop. Did he eat Jemba Jemba? That's the question. Probably. Yeah. Most, most likely. He probably ate Owen Hargreaves' knee. Yeah, to be fair, let's yeah. be fair, the midfield rivals, he probably said, hey, I'll have a bite into that. And the guy just, he didn't care. But United fans loved him, even when he used to trot on. And he didn't used to run, he used to like, yeah. it was like a limping jog, you know. <laughs> it, I, sometimes I wonder, did he even bother putting his shin pads on? I mean, literally, it was it was unreal, you know. Um, th- the, guy, the guy just wasn't really that bothered. But him, I'm trying to think of other people that were like cult heroes you know yeah god loves a trier everyone loves a trier i mean mean, the thing is with louise is when he's got his head on he's a really really good footballer yeah i think so i Mm -hmm. mean last year he was fantastic yeah part of the defense tell at the beginning of this year it was all a bit it wasn't quite right this year i don't know whether he fell out with him possibly the injury because it was after aguero stamped on his knees never really recovered from that i don't think but then we had that game when we played roma at home and he just, he had a stinker. Well, he scored a great goal. He did. And then had a stinker. He, he had lost a stinker, got taken off and had a wobbly. And then over in Rome, did he play in Rome or did he just yeah, slag the manager the off? All three of them went all the way to the right. Oh, yeah. God, God, it was team. awful. Yeah. Keystone Com- Cops defending, Comedy wasn't it? goal of it the was, year, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? It's like one of those little things you get out of a cracker with a sand. You know when you tilt it yeah. and it all goes one way? That, yeah. that was what our defence yeah. was. A bit like our season. He's, but yes, no, it's always good. I mean, that, that, football's losing that, though. I mean, if you look around the clubs, football is losing characters. Yeah. Very they're, all, they're all becoming robots, they are. aren't they? I mean, yeah. you, you, we, we grew up in the days of players like Frank Worthington, Stan Bowles, you know, Rodders, Rodney Marsh. I mean, superb characters in the game in the 70s. And I think you're right. I think it's been... Beaten out, sanitised, sanitised. Everyone's, you know, got media training these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not really bothered. They're, they're all on Twitter. They all got people doing. Their they got people doing. Twitter. The thing is, and that that's what makes it better when you know someone actually slips up. Someone like Sammy Nasri when he went to that clinic abroad. Do you, do you remember that? And he started. No, no. I think someone was yeah. tweeting off his account yeah. about his his you know sort of 
things that he'd been getting up to. His activities, you know, his extramarital activities. And, And you know what? It was actually comedy. It's actually funny when things like that happen. Mm. But we have got so much access to footballers. Like, I mean, I remember when when I were a lad, yeah, you used to have to write an actual letter to a footballer, or like you know, a postcard or something like that, and hope you got something in return. And hope you got somebody to read it to them. Well, yeah, you know, and um, but y- y- you're right. You say we've got access, but we've got less. We've got more access yes, in I terms of that. knowing what they're doing, but. In terms of actually ever seeing any footballers these days, or bumping into them, or there, there's no there's no mixing anymore with the fans. I mean, it's it's sort of gone completely the other. Now way. it's look if you put up a banner on on Scott on on when your team's on the TV, and it says, "Hey, player X, can I have your shirt?" You will give you your shirt. It's like, come on! But I hate that. I think I that's really that well. rank. I got to be honest. Got, I mean, have, whose shirt have you got? Me. I had Frank Sinclair's many years ago. Nice. Good, yeah. good one. I mean, for me, when I was a kid, I used to go to the training ground during the summer and watch them train, and you could meet the players almost every day. Hollington? Now, yeah, Hollington. Yeah, I used to go all the way up, walk from Hatton Cross Station. Yeah. And it was brilliant. I, you know, Dennis Wise, Vinnie Jones. I saw a sign Joe Allen, which was my claim to fame. I saw this, like, blonde, big-toothed player that goes, oh, that's Joe Allen. Geordie. Mm. Yeah. You don't get it these days. You can't get anywhere near Cobham now unless you get invited. No. There you go. That's how it is. That's modern football for you. Half past seven on your love sport. Oh two oh eight seventy seventy five five eight. We'll be going to the lines next. I'm so thrilled with my new toy. It's a puppet, and I've called it the UK government. If the highlight of your weekend is a trip to IKEA Wembley or buffing your car bumper in Barnet, then you need some love sport in your life. Start the best days of the week with a record-breaking athlete and a fascinating footballer who has some big opinions. So it's bound to kick off. Mo Farah and Eric Cantona are the guys we couldn't afford. So instead, wake up with you and Thomas and Paul Mortimer. Weekend breakfast from 7 a.m. Live on Love Sport Radio, 27 minutes, 8 o'clock. Let's get the phone lines. Dean, you're on Love Sport. Good evening, guys. How are you? Dino, how are you, mate? You all right? Yeah, very well. Yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. Enjoying the show? Yeah, so what I was calling for tonight, we've been taking a lot of stick recently for letting players like Mo Salah and Kevin De Bruyne mm. go before we see their full potential. So I'm just going to ask which players you regret us selling if we sold them too early. Well, Ooh, great all, all of the above named, I think. Uh, I, I think it's really difficult, Dean, isn't it? Because I mean, come on, we were all there. We all saw. We all saw Mo Salah play for us, and he was rubbish when he played for us. And I don't remember anybody at the time saying, "Oh, well, we should keep him because maybe in three years' time he'll score forty-one <laughs> goals in the Premier League." Or whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted earlier, Salah's taken four years to have one standout season. We have to judge him next year. I mean, every, every player is capable of a standout season, but he's. let's see how he does next year. What about year. De Bruyne, though, Dan? De Bruyne, again, listen, the talent was there. Yeah. You know, he went to... He was rubbish when he played for Chelsea. I saw him. I was there with my own two eyes. But he's a 20-year-old kid, and he, he wants to play football. I mean, Mourinho at the time yeah. wants people who are ready to go straight away. He doesn't want to coach, coach your youth. Every, the... He tends to buy players who are ready to go not players that he can yeah. adapt and I think but I mean I think you know I, much as I think that what he said in the press today was utterly disingenuous I think there, it, it, there was a point that he made that was valid which is well what, what was I supposed to do play a 20 year old Salah or a 20 year old Kevin De Bruyne in place of Hazard mm-hmm. or we had Oscar at the time or William we had at the time you know they were always going to be behind the pecking order from those two but having said that I do think that that issue is endemic with the problem with Chelsea and the issue that we have uh, getting young players through. 
and the question is you see him in training surely a top manager can see talent and these kids obviously had talent because they went to you know good loads away from the club so whether you question Mourinho's judgment on young players who knows I mean just from a personal standpoint asking Dean's question Kerry Dixon because we saw him before he broke the goals record yeah so what do you think Dean should we let should we have let them go or should we should we have been more patient I think with uh, De Bruyne we could have been more patient mm. I think Mo Salah that must be a twin brother we signed <laughs> <laughs> that's not the same player Flo Salah I think I think the thing is with, with Salah is he couldn't get in the side because there were players that were better than him and that was fine my only complaint with selling Salah is that when he went off to Fiorentina and then Roma he actually played well so why was there nobody in our scouting system who actually said hold on a minute before we get shot of this guy he's looking quite Mm. good he's Mm. playing quite well why don't we give him a chance? Give him six months if it doesn't work. Or, Clayton, bang in a resale clause, you yeah. know, a buyback clause oh, like they've don't. done with Depay. We had that with De Bruyne. I think we made money on De Bruyne. I think Salah came back for the summer he was sold and went on the tour, but I don't think he impressed. It would have been Mourinho, wasn't it? Yeah. Mourinho's second yeah. spell, because he was yeah. sold after that, because he didn't, he didn't really impress. No, we H- had here's, here's one. Here's one for Dean. Uh, Chaloba, selling him. I'd much rather we kept him. I mean, we don't know what he's going to turn out, and he's had a really bad injury. But I think that might be another one to bite us in the not behind. Con- but I do think we've got a we've got a buyback clause. We have. I mean, I'm not convinced about Ake or Chaloba because you look at the clubs. The great respect where they've gone. They've gone to you know they've gone to Watford. They've gone to Bournemouth. Solanke's gone to Liverpool. Not really done anything particularly there. So you kind of think maybe the club's judgment is right. Maybe they are. Good players, but not quite not good, good enough, enough for the Chelsea, levels where you want to be. Which is, what, which is the argument we have with yeah. the youth all the time, isn't it, as yeah. well? Step-up's huge from kind of under-21s, mm. under-18s, yeah. to the level we're at, you know. It's, it's huge, you know, that people realise that. It's very easy to play. Like Patrick Bamford's a case in point. Yeah. A couple of really good loans in the Championship, came into Premiership, went to Palace, Middlesbrough, for teams desperate for goals. Dominic Solanke at Liverpool, yeah. what's he done? Yeah, he's just, like, not, not even scored in the Premier League yet. Still young, though. Yeah, but... If they, you know, if they're good enough, they're, surely yeah, they should play. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you, Dan. I think it's you know, twenty twenty hindsight's a wonderful thing, really, Dean. You know, uh, we've we've all got twenty twenty hindsight, but I mean, we didn't. None of us knew he was going to be this good for Liverpool. I don't think. I would have always kept Ratty Alcazar. As I was, you, I, I don't think this player actually existed. He did. He did. Ratty Alcazar existed. George International. There you go. Thank you very much. Yeah. Brought in from Dynamo Tbilisi. You can see he's my ringer tonight. He's my ringer. Sort you out with your nonsense yeah, facts. Gabriel Ambrosetti. Ambrosetti. Yeah. Yeah. What about Marco Ambrosio? Yeah, yeah Marco Marin. Great Rice. Marco Marin. Yeah. Marco, oh, Marco Marin. What have happened to him? He's playing in The Olympia- German Messi. Yeah, German Mess. He's, yeah. Playing, he's playing at Olympiacos now, I think. I saw, him, I saw him play for us in the uh, the cup match against Brentford. Awful. I hope Billy, Billy the Bee's listening. In fact, I talked to Billy the Bee about it last week, actually. But I watched Marin play for us, and he was outclassed by a poor Brentford side. That's was how he? bad Messi, the German Messi was. Interesting day, that was. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, memorable for many other reasons. Oh, yes. But there you go. Nice one, Dean. Any other trivia? Do, do, you, do you enjoy... Uh, what was that character? Uh, do you enjoy badgers? Uh, far too old. Uh, I'm far too young for that, sorry. You don't know what era Swampy was in, because we're desperate to know, because they all think that I've made it up, Dean. He was born in 73, so I'm guessing it'd be in the early 90s. Yeah, because okay. a, a bit of googly. Yeah, so it was all down my manor, and I used to... You know, you know, I grew up in the country, you see. It wasn't too far away from me. 
you know, yeah. down there in the country. Like Will and the Wisp kind of Absolutely. areas. Absolutely, you know, lots of swampy people down there. So there you go. Dino, oh, great oh, to hear from nice you Nice one, mate. Dino. Cheers for your call. You can be like Dean. Give us a tinkle. 0208 70 What a Joe Keenan, poor guy. <laughs> Joe Keenan. kept him. Mikhail Forsell. Joe Keenan. No, Mikhail Forsell had a decent career at Chelsea, I think, to be fair. And I think, again, he got... Cult here at Birmingham. He got got an injury, but Forsell was good. Natural goal scorer. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Uh, He was the the Finnish Owen. Not not the finished Owen, but the finished Owen. He had constant knee problems. He did. He suffered from injuries. Viali liked him, I think, didn't he? Should never have sat Bozza. But it, but it is, you know, it is a, I, you know, I don't know the answer to this because we were talking about this, weren't we, at the top of the show? But, you know, I think on the one hand we've got this fantastic setup at uh, Chelsea, and I mean, I remember when Roman came in, he was very, very keen to to propagate a a, a real decent academy. There seems to have been a plan there, and we get so far. I mean, what that youth side's achieved over the last, I'd say, ten years, is phenomenal. But it only gets so far, and you have to ask yourself, well, what, what's it for? What, what's the point of it? Is it to go and bring great players through to the uh, the senior side, or is it just to make some money? I think it's a money-making exercise, yeah. quite frankly. I think if there's an, how many players under the age of 21 are there in world football really making a huge splash at the moment, regularly, week in, week out? Quite a few. Name five. Marcus Rashford. No, in I, world said, I had a splash, not a drip. Anthony Martial. A splash, not a bench. Drink. Bench. Hey, Jesse Lingard. Bench. We didn't what say name five Man United players. We said not name five world players. It, uh, I think, think Bele. Which one of them? There's about twenty. Both. Mbappe. <laughs> Lamar. Okay, fine. I got, I got all, all his right. records. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, clear time beer in my list. Generally, uh, unless you're Eddie and Ketia. Who's he? He's making them up now. Yeah, yeah. That's the fast room. He just like, picks the names out of a hat. That's for Arsenal. Deli Alley. Mm. He's, how I old thought, is he I now? I thought to swear on How old is he now? 22. 21. Yeah. There, there, is, there is no doubt that... He's got the mind of an 18-year-old. Who? Deli Alley. Yeah. The cries like a five-year-old. Yeah. It's, a, it's a great shame. It's a great shame. But it's all about winning. And managers at our club are not allowed to f- to fail and putting in youth players is a risk and they're not prepared to take it i think that one thing that ollie said which is so true is that when you look at somebody like callum hudson and doy he's now too good for that standard of football he's yeah. playing in but he's not quite good enough to be in the first team on a regular basis that being said when i've seen him come on he doesn't look out of place no. He looks, he looks comfortable what on was, the ball. What was that game he came on as a, as a very late sub when we were absolutely shocking? And he Bournemouth. Had, yeah, he had yeah. more energy and yeah. s- more about him than anybody yeah. else on the pitch, actually, I think, Dan. I was going to say, I think the club made a huge mistake when they sat Mourinho second time round and we were safe. Heading didn't play any of the kids. That'd no. been a perfect opportunity to give people like Loftus Cheek. Yes, so he on. saved us from relegation. Yeah, though, we, we, Dan. Were, we were safe by February. I mean, there's a perfect that opportunity was, to bring the I kids. I can't believe in. you're actually talking about being safe. Well, that, no, but that's, that, what, no, that's what Hoodig said. That's why he didn't play. I mean, we, we wasted six months of that season. We yeah. could have developed Loftus Cheek could have had because Loftus Cheek has got the build, everything to be a great footballer, and he could have had six months at Chelsea. You know, with no pressure on him, just to really prove what a talent he was. 
And what did we do? We just you know, persevered with the Oscars the and worst, like that. I'll t- I tell you what it was. The, we played Scunthorpe in the third round of the FA Cup yeah. in that season. Mm. And he played a full-strength side. He didn't play one kid. I, that, 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 I have to say, was possibly one of the worst six months I can remember supporting the club. Let's, uh, well, there you go. More from Clayton Beerman's, you know, library of memories. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anecdotes from the bridge. His new book next on Hospital. Five live. They got more digs at that station than I do in my pants, seriously. I guarantee you there's no problem with mine. Love Sport, 558 AM. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results, win seven figures. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto tune or auto scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio, a great station for a great city. When looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance, Jim went on a spokesmansaid.com and saved hundreds. I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesmansaid.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesmansaid.com. Brilliant, I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. You could visit 10, <sighs> 20, <sighs> 100 dealers and still not see as many cars as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. Because at Car Giant, we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your next car. Go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how London buys its car. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. Excuse me, but the £2 coin is worth ten times more than a quarter. Really dangerous. Really dangerous. This is Love Sport. The fans show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict seven to net a million. Great selection of sweeties there during the break. Thank you very much to whoever brought them in. Hurt <laughs> me. Um, Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Uncle Aaron. Un- <laughs> <laughs> really weird. Um, talking about Mo Salah and, and Mourinho's comments, I seem to recall that Salah had this big thing hanging over him during uh, his time at Chelsea. Chich- Wonder what you were going to say then? Well, no, it was e- Egyptian National Service. Oh God, yeah, I do, do remember, remember that. I do and remember that, was, that. There was there was a point when That's Chelsea right. first signed him. And they'd got all the work permits. It's like, right, yeah, you can't play for however many years because yeah. he's going to join the army in Egypt. And that was maybe that played on him during his time there. I, I don't know, but like like we were saying earlier on, it, it, it seems to be endemic at that club. And uh, I mean, I, I you know, look, 
it's very difficult for us i don't i'm not going to speak for the boys i'm sure they can say it themselves but i i, I do find it quite a conflict because on the one hand I would l- dearly love to see some of these kids who have, who have undoubtedly got the potential and the talent to be great footballers, who without doubt have a connection to the club, it being that many of them have been there since they were 8 or 9 or 10. I would love to see them break through, because as a supporter, you want to have sort of a, a bond and an identity with the players that are playing for you, not just a bunch of expensive mercenaries. Quadrado. Yeah, exactly. But on the other hand, on the other hand, there is a lot of truth in that truism, you know, if they're if they're good enough, they're old enough. So if they're good enough, they would be playing, I or think, would they? I mean, this well, is the thing. Just going back to Salah and his his time at Chelsea, and I think this been like this with a couple of players, is that the pressure on them when they got their chance was so huge, and I think there's very few players who've got the sort of mentality to actually cope with it because their chances were so limited. I mean, I remember whenever Mo Salah came on, he tried really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And you thought, you're too trying hard. too hard. Yeah. And he's, he did score a couple of good goals. But then, you, you know, the, that clip that's been going around Twitter all week is uh, Shrewsbury away in the League Cup, where he yeah. had a shot from the edge of the area, yeah. which basically went off for a throw-on. Yeah. Like, I saw Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank do that once, though, to be yeah. fair. Did he look yeah, really he, angry afterwards? He looked embarrassed. You know what? With, with Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, I just find him to be a really angry man. And um, I one of his first ever game, I think it was as a, as a manager in England, when he was manager of Burton Albion, was away at Wickham Wanderers, and we were in, like, the, uh, the foyer area, right off, about an hour after the game. And his daughters run up to him going, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. And he's kind of goes, Okay, hello, hello. And he's going, Okay, that's enough now. Go away. And I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, what are you doing? But he is scary. He's really scary. Do you remember he used to like score goals for Chelsea and just do that really scary look? But what was that all about? Oh, he's wonderful. Yeah. Just love him. Great striker. Absolutely love him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. one of my fondest memories of him was when he was when he wasn't a Chelsea player. Was when he came back with Borough. Yeah, and he scored yes. that goal. Yes. and he basically stood there and put his arms up in the air to like apologise, and the whole stadium. Ma- was Matthew Harding, Harding, wasn't it? Matthew Harding, but, yeah. but it was funnier than that. Yeah. It was funnier than that because uh, earlier on in the game. Oh, he, he took a free it, kick. He took a free kick, and it, and it also it nearly hit the back of the, yeah. the upper, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And we were all saying, what the hell was that? And he kind of was laughing at us, you yeah. know, laughing at him. And it, then when he did score, he felt inclined to go, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to score. He knocked Kiddo's pie out of the way. No, pie, he's on the east end. He's oh, in the east Kiddo's middle. Down east line. middle. Well, he was, he was yeah. eating it. But. He sits above the, the dugout pretty much. Does he? Yeah. There's a story when he was playing for Middlesbrough the Newcastle fans started calling him a fat Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good quality. No, kiddo, kiddo sits over the uh, over the dugout and just throws like sherbet lemons at Conte's head. Then he just No, it's truffles. Truffles. Yeah, truffles, yeah. truffles. Yes. Yes. All sorts of confectionery that offer. But Ferraro Roche, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan. What was the, the party that they used to talk about with Ferraro Roche in the adverts? Well, Emperor, Jonathan yeah. used to voiceover. Jonathan did the voiceovers for those Jonathan adverts. is the ambassador. He is. He, um, he does a very good uh, version of it. If but, we'll ask him of, next time. Of course, you've got, to, you've got to admit, though, bringing in Hasselbrank, bringing in Good Johnson was smart business from Ken Bates. It's all because of player shirts. Yeah, why? Get rid of people like <laughs> yeah, Flo, yeah. get rid of people like Zola, yeah. bump the price up from a pound a letter to three pounds a letter, Hasselback, how many letters? H-A-S-S-E-L-B-A-I-N-K. Oh. 11 letters, 
£33 on printing, plus the number nine, which is like £6. £39 for that. Yep. £40 yep. for the shirt, £79. Happy days. Ching, ching, Ken, you're off to Mon- Monaco. I'm sure that was the only reason that Ken Bates bought Jimmy Floyd Hassel. And Good Do Johnson. You know, I, I'll tell you something about Hasselbank. He... I don't think... I think the only thing he might have won in his whole career was a, a Spanish Cup final. Um, Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid. Mm. And one of one of my uh, friends at the time, who was an Arsenal supporter, probably still is an Arsenal supporter, um, he basically said, you'll never win anything with Hasselbank. And what, when why? Hasselbank's first season he left, we won yeah, the, won the league. I don't too know. selfish. Well, I think it was unfortunate know. because... You know, that 2002 FA Cup final, I think we probably would have won that had JT and Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank not been fit. Yeah. If you remember, they pulled out literally about 10 minutes before the game. Well, no, no, I mean, no, Jimmy played, but he was carrying a hamstring, so he yeah, was so yeah, immobile. Was carrying that's, it, yeah. that's the fabulous Ranieri. It's only, yeah. it's only Ray Palmer. And also the, the Monaco meltdown, fit. Hasselbank played in that, so, yeah. you know, Ranieri screwed that up, didn't he? As it goes, he didn't actually win anything as a player. He was a runner-up in the Copa. Oh, he right? was. And, and in the, he, he, he the UEFA Cup with Middlesbrough as well, do you remember? Yeah. Yes. Him and uh, yes. Massimo Macaroni. Macaroni, yeah. Macaroni, that's after they got rid of Joseph yeah. Desire job. <laughs> He was, you know, one yeah, but, you know to be really honest, I mean, I know we had Drogba, oh, I know we had Drogba for uh, a long time, and he was, an, he, he's, he will go down as one of the greatest Chelsea strikers of all time. Acosta uh, will, will be a cult hero forever, right? he wasn't there long enough to, I think, attain legendary status. But the best striking partnership Chelsea have had in the last 30 years Johnson, has been Good Johnson and Hasselbank, yeah. statistically, let alone anything. But who did Zola play up top with? He, he didn't. I mean, you know, Zola floated around. I mean, he, you could argue, you know, he, he was uh, that kind of a nine and a half. Mm. I hate that term, but he, but he was. But remember, he was playing, you know, Hasselbank was playing uh, when uh, when Zola was with us. Yeah. Husey, Sparky no. was playing. No, Hughes was no, before. Hughes no, was before. Sp- Zola, Zola, well, Zola well, hang Hughes. on, the Wimbledon semi-final at Highbury, who scored the goals? Zola, Hughes. Hassel, Hasselbank... He made his debut, didn't he? Yeah, but I'm saying that Zola played with Sparky. Then we had Hasselbank. So maybe, yes. Hasselbank came in 2000, I think, or 2001. Yeah. Yeah. Look here, Chidge. When you address Mark Hughes on the station, you address him by his proper name, which is Leslie. Okay. I like this that. Is Love Sport Radio. Yeah. Of course, I don't take Russia seriously. They rush everything. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. If you're a fan of Crystal Palace, check out Love Sport Thursday night from seven. Frosty Mensa still the right choice for you. If everyone was available, I wouldn't play Frosty Mensa sense back. His decision-making and his aerial abilities doesn't make him a centre-back right now. His pace to run back and his tackling abilities make him a super right-back. I think in the future, he can be a very good centre-back. The Crystal Palace Fan Show with 7OTB.com on Love Sport. Two words. Netball winning. This is Love Sport. Sport Radio with 7OTB.com. Make sure you make your selections before 2.45 tomorrow for uh, one of your chances to win £1 million. Carry on with your with your ranting, lads. Well, I was going to uh, do something, you know, unheard of, nay, remarkable for the Chelsea fancast and maybe spend five minutes talking about the football whilst also casting half an eye on the Youth Cup final where Chelsea seemed to have been camped in Arsenal's half for most of the uh, opening 20 minutes or so. But... Um, you know, all this talk about the youth, as we were, and, and the lack of opportunities that they get. There's been a lot of talk uh, this week 
that one of the things that uh, you know how, how these journalists know what's in the mind of Roman Abramovich, I do not know. But that notwithstanding, there's been a lot of talk about. Well, he might not go down the you know the big uh, famous successful manager route. He may go round another route, which is to go and hire perhaps somebody younger, perhaps somebody not so you know remarkable in terms of their track record, and perhaps try and grow it organically, which which seems to indicate you know maybe bring some of these youngsters through. So what I wanted to ask was, would a new manager, let's be honest, it's highly likely that Conte's probably going to go at the end of the season, so will a new manager help or hinder the opportunities for our talented youth players? Well, the biggest problem in getting players into the first team has continuity and lack of it. So I think if we change our manager again, no. So even if we got one that was more disposed to a project like AVB was, but, it would still be a problem, right? But only if he's been given that assurance, and I think AVB was given that assurance, and he was cut off at the knees. By the players. By the players. Yeah. Um, by the players we love. By the players we love, who then went on to win the Champions League. Wouldn't, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. If Roman says, I'm hiring a manager, and I don't care what you do, in three years, I don't care if you don't win one trophy, but what I want to see in three years' time is five of that academy in the first team in three years' time. And I don't care that you might not win anything yeah. for five years. Can He's you, never can you see Roman say, doing that? No. 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 no because g- the thing is, apart, sorry, Dan, apart from... I can't see him doing that from a, a money point of view. If we're going to be stuck at Wembley, you know, we're going to have crowds of 20,000. Nah, surely not. All right, surely 20, not that 20, many. Twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just goes against the whole grain of what Abramovich has done since he's been here. Yeah, it's been. Do you reckon yeah. there's any lo- any any chance of him selling up any time soon? Good Who knows? I've, I have no idea. If like if like a country comes in with an offer, like yeah. you know, China, Fiji. Isle of Man, China would be more likely. <laughs> Isle of Man, Isle of Sheppy, Isle of White. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I think the, the current economic climate and, and political climate in Russia. I think that is a real possibility. Who knows? Thanks, Clayton. Who knows? I mean, like... look, well, uh, you can't say you can never. I mean, who I on earth? I don't, I who don't on earth thought that in two thousand three, you know, yeah. when we were we were about to go out of business? Let's be honest. Suddenly, Raymond Brown. Do you reckon you would have done a Leeds? Yeah. We were, that, we were heading that way. We, we, ha- we, had no, we were broke. We had Trevor Birch in there fighting fires every minute of the day. Was that because of Ken Bates? Uh, a lot of it had to do with that. What did he used to call his, um, his secretary, Yvonne Todd? Like, the, the finance... He had like probably he called her Yvonne. No, he had, he had like a nickname. Mrs. Todd. For her. Mrs. No, Todd. probably not. Uh, 757. Sweeney? Sw- no, I'll find, I'll find it out. I'll find it out. 757, this is love sport. It's time for the news, which is basically the bit where the presenter goes to the toilet. This is Lionel, another very happy person who saved themselves money at a spokesman said.com. I'm Lionel from Peacehaven. I took note of what the spokesman said and I saved £484 per year on my energy. I found a spokesman said was so easy to follow and it saved me £484 on my energy and I would recommend everybody does the same. A spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers to find out if you can save money. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds. 
Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you save, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. You love your sport, but it can be a pain organising it. Endless phone calls, emails and text messages, organising players and collecting money can all be a headache. What you need is Teamer.net, the free sports app that'll help you manage your team's events, communicate effectively as a team, and now you can collect money simply and securely via Teamer payments. Relied upon by 2 million members, Teamer is available for free on desktop, Android and iPhone. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone, the perfect comedy breakfast. For sandwich, bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news, and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy? There'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6 a.m. on Love Sport. Approaching 8 o'clock on Love Sport Radio, 55 at AM, DAB online and via your radio player app. Time to talk all things Chelsea. We're going to be doing our shout-outs after the news as well. Chidge is going to be doing the shout-outs. We're going to get some like garage music and he's going to be doing the shout-outs. That's up to Jamie to find it. Garage, DMB, whatever you fancy, we'll have it. Either that, we can get some reggae for Clayton Beerman. A and A. Yeah, Misty fun. and Roots. Oh, love them. Yeah. Love Good. them. Yeah, a bit, bit of uh, Gregory Isaacs, Night That's Nurse. Right. I don't want to see no doubt. What I do want to see is the news. I want to hear it. That's up next. On 558am, online, on your smart speaker, and on digital radio, this is Love Sport News. Chich. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Ah, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. From the Sky News Centre at 8, Donald Trump says his upcoming meeting with Kim Jong-un should be quite something. But the US president has warned America was not going to be played when it comes to talks with North Korea. Earlier, its leader and his counterpart, Moon Jae-in, came face to face for historic peace talks. Mr Trump has spoken of his wish that the two Koreas could one day live together in harmony. However, in pursuit of that goal, we will not repeat the mistake of past administrations. Maximum pressure will continue until denuclearization occurs. The parents of two young brothers who died in a hit and run have called for tougher sentences for drivers who kill. Corey and Casper Platt May, aged six and two, were knocked down by Robert Brown in Coventry in February. He's been jailed for nine years. Their parents, lawyer Rebecca Hersey, says they'll never come to terms with their deaths. Our only hope now is that some good comes out of their deaths through the introduction of tough punishments for drivers who think they are above the law. We call on the government to honour Corey and Casper's legacy by ensuring its proposals to introduce tougher sentences for drivers who kill are made law as soon as practically possible. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have announced the name of their new son four days after he was born. Louis Arthur Charles will be known as His Royal Highness Prince Louis of Cambridge. An activist, a Labour activist, has been expelled from the party over an incident at the start of a report into anti-Semitism in 2016. A hearing has decided that Mark Wadsworth, who always denied wrongdoing, broke rules by launching a verbal attack on Jewish MP Ruth Smeeth. The chairman of the FA says they've agreed to consider selling Wembley Stadium, but Greg Clark says they haven't committed to any deal. On the pitch, Aberdeen are aiming to leapfrog Rangers into second place in the Scottish Premiership. They're currently goalless in the first half at home to Hearts. That's the latest. I'm Tanya Snuggs. The Chelsea Fan Show. The latest on the pensioners. And all the gossip from Stamford Bridge. Plus, new blues getting vocal on the socials. The Chelsea Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Love Sport London. A great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Welcome to the Arsenal Fan Show. Well, as you can tell, we're talking all things Chelsea this evening by that wonderful piece of music, which actually... Why you cut it so quick? Why have you, why have you cut it so quick? I mean, what's the point? Why? I was quite enjoying that. It's quite a nice song, actually. It's a classic, mate. It's classic. The, Suggs. Suggs. Legend. Legend. Chelsea Graham. legend. Graham McPherson. Legend of the game. He's a great man. 
Fulham nil, Sunderland nil in the Championship. 17 minutes gone there. Let's see how out of time both of these games are. I think the Chelsea games run about eight seconds behind uh, the Fulham games. Chelsea nil, Arsenal nil in part one of the Youth Cup final at Stamford Bridge. Stamford Bridge oh. looking. I mean, the, what stand is that over there? That'll be the West. West, stand. West is looking quite five, decent. Five and a half thousand. Mm. Nice. Very, very good. Was it free to season ticket holders? No, they uh, they charge five for a ticket, and the reason for that is that when they did it for free, they found that a lot of people wouldn't turn up. They oh. need to have a handle on who's actually going to be turning for, for up. For security, etc. Yeah, so they actually now charge it. Only a nominal five. Well, the carers or the pensioners. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but we're here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're here. The we're gate here. is comp- very much down due to our presence here tonight. But bit disappointing. Go. Bit disappointing. We're going to do shout out. Well, yeah. Here we go. Big up to the Chelsea oh, Massive. Shamalar's chosen some music tonight. Oh, here we go. Bring it up. Bring it up. Yeah, that's definitely... A, I, I feel a told Tim Woodward coming on that's here. You, yeah. Tim, do you mean Tim Westwood? I yeah. do mean Tim Westwood. He, he does rap, Freudian not slip. DMB. Yes, I know. This is a big tune. What's this? This is a massive tune. you got to do it, it probably good. He said... Right. He said no, so you got to do it good. He said it's a max. Chakademus right. and No, no, you know, because they, they do it like that. Chakademus, legend. Chakademus and players. <laughs> but no, no, they kind of they kind of like speak and then they go silent. They go, yes, so yes, anyway, one, two, one, two. Listen to Love Sport. One, two, Love Sport. Radio. Five, five, eight, A.M. Big up. And D.O.B. Big up the beer man, Clayton. Come and check it out. Come and party. C.B. Slade, Clayton, the beer man. I used to love listening to those. There's rave stations in the, in the, the kind of The thing is, eight. I listen to Radio in London, but I don't actually just listen to one station. I flick through so I can get the best of all the pirate radio. Mm. It's brilliant. We're fully licensed by Ofcom, so it's quite handy. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, don't, I don't necessarily listen to us, but all the other illegal radio stations, I'm talking myself into a hole here, but you all are? the other radio stations, I listen to because I'm just like, yeah, big up, yeah, big up the Brentford boys. Yeah, big up the M4 oh. crew. Or in your case, dig it up. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do? Do you want to do a garage shout, shout out? Garage shout out. Garage. No, this is serious. I'm going to do it in my serious voice. Uh, but uh, there's a thing called the Football Blogging Awards. Uh, the vote is open until the 7th of May. Chelsea Fancast has won the best podcast awards twice in the last six years. Sadly, we're not in the final. Uh, I'm not going to explain why. But anyway, our editor of our of our Chelsea Fancast website, ChelseaFancast.com, Mr. Hion Carbis, is up for uh, the best young football blogger and the much-loved and completely lunatic Alex, the girl who likes Bulls Churchill, yeah. who, uh, who Aaron loves. Do you know what it is? It's because we have we have only fools and horses love standoffs. Her. Literally on Twitter, if you look you at all these threads, her, you love her, we just you love we, we quote each other in only fools and horses speak. So like we actually have lines from only fools and horses where we reply to each other in that. It's quite it's it's like a form of like communication. It's just like it's like computers talking yeah. to each other. But she is lovely. I could understand. Legend why you of the love game. Her. She's lovely. Legend of the she game. She writes brilliant. I don't know if you've ever read yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they, they are like, out there. Do you know what? I, I like an alternative style yeah, blog. She is alternative. Hers is quality. Do you know what I compared her to? I said, I mean, I don't know if this, we lost on you this reference a or not. Night. But I called. No, I, I, I said she's the Hunter S. Thompson of football blogging because she has that energy about how she writes. Anyway, Alex is up for best new football blog. Heon is up for best young footballer blog. All you have to do is go to the footballbloggingawards.co.uk. You can vote there or you can tweet. I am voting for at Carbis LLI for the hashtag best young football blogger at the hashtag FBAs and the same for Alex but replace it with CFCGWLB and hashtag best new football blog. There we go. My job here is done. Big up. 
Big up Jamie on the ones and twos. Big up, I've forgotten his name, Dan Silver. Yeah. Silver man. <laughs> Silver Dan. Silver Dan. Big up, big up the beer man. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Do I not get a big up? Big, big, big up, up yourself. Big up, big up yourself. Big up the chidge. He gets big a chidge up. Big, big up and a big. No, happy... chidge, chidge up yourself. Chidge yeah. up yourself. Yes, that's what the new features we call chidge up yourself. Happy Earth Strong to Jonathan Kid. Yes, yes, yes. We love the kid. Big up. Um, you do. Elsewhere. Eight minutes past eight. It's Love Sport Radio. We're here to talk diplomatic, uh, diplomatically about the pensioners uh, and shirt prices. We actually had a tweet in from West Lower Lounger. West Lower Lounger. Oh yeah, he's yeah he he is uh, he never gets anything wrong. So I'm apo- apologies, West Lower Lounger. You really don't understand the pressure of live radio when you're senile. He's our resident like factoid. No, but he he would know. So I wouldn't argue with him. He, he, he's right. It was Charlton. It was Charlton. They were wearing red. I mean, come on, we were close. What was Charlton? He says it was Charlton Athletic when Hasselbank's goal was when he was at Charlton, not Borough. I don't know. No, actually. He right. played 100% Middlesbrough. It was 100% Middlesbrough. Okay. Well, I think, okay, look, I, you see, I, I, I caved in easily because I know how senile I am, but the other two are firming it up here, West Lower Lounge, just so we need, they need evidence. They so need does evidence. Does anyone know proof. what Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's real name was? Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Jarrell. Jarrell. Jarrell? As in Superman? What? Is he allergic to kryptonite or something? I don't... Jarrell, mate. Jarrell. No, don't, oh, don't dear. You know nothing, son. Um, he, Jarrell actually scored his first goal for the addicts against his old team, Chelsea, in a 2-1 okay. defeat at Stamford Bridge there we go. on the 9th of September. Was that the pitch when the pitch was a sound? No, that was no, late in the year. No, 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 no. It was after that. Yeah. I think uh, West Lower and Andrew deserves a special love sport prize. What is the prize, Aaron? He gets that last sweet. <laughs> um, well, we've got a we've packet of uh, jelly-based sweets, Squidgies. gelatinous based sweets, called Squidgy Babies, which sounds a bit awkward. And there's one there. <laughs> it's orange. And um, you can we'll, have that. we'll bang it in the post. We will. If you send us a, a prepaid envelope to a Love Sport bag. Radio. Jiffy bag. Yeah, a right. Jiffy bag. To Love Sport, or a courier, if you want. Send your way. Send your driver. Thank you for listening. Jeez. Lovely to hear from him, yeah. by the way, we should say. Yeah, good about, to hear from about him your well. superior knowledge. Yeah. Apologies. And? What do we know? And? What do we know? Oh, and, and it's ten past eight. You can have your say on Love Sport Radio. 0208 At Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Chidge, what do you want to say? Nothing. I'm just, like, bigging you up. Oh, thanks, Chidge. You look, you look like, you know, <laughs> you're just like, come on, yeah, come on, come on. Well, I was just comparing you to Kiddo when he does it. 0208 He's so... F- I just... I love him. I love him. Dopey. Right, Dopey. This, let's go. Nobody can silence a board star better than me. That I can tell you. Love sports. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. There is now another way to enjoy Love Sport on your favourite smart speaker. Just say to your Amazon Alexa device, Alexa, enable Love Sport skill. Or just visit the Amazon Alexa app and enable us there. Once you've enabled us, use Open Love Sport to listen to the station that packs a punch. Love Sport, 24-7 through Alexa. My marriage is currently as stable as Putin's mind. Love Sport. He may have nearly destroyed your club, but I'll say something about Ken Bates. He was a pioneer in men's grooming because having, you know, the comb over <laughs> with the beard, 
like with the fade down with the beard. It's everyone's getting it nowadays. It's actually revolutionary. It's like thirty ahead, thirty percent of his time. Hundred yeah. percent. I mean, the glasses. Don't run the Deirdre Rashid glasses. <laughs> they will be back in fashion one day. But you know, but you you got to give props to uh, to Ken for that. Chip. Props up, Ken. He's very not happy about. Uh uh, Khan apparently buying Wembley, but there's possibly a reason for this because Ken Bates was, of course, very instrumental in getting. Well, he he ran the company, didn't he? He was the Wembley, chairman of the WNSL company. WNSL Limited. Yeah, you know. So I think he's having a bit of self-interest there. But I, I, go on. I was just going to say it's really odd actually because I've been it's been all over all radio stations, hasn't it? Since since this became yep. news, my my instant reaction to it was one of in, incredible anger. Okay, go on. That the FA are selling the soul while they've already they're selling sold the crown it. jewels. They're selling the crown jewels. I'm my, that was my instant reaction. This is, this is all wrong, and they shouldn't be selling Wembley. It should we, we sh- you know, our English identity as a football team has to be based around Wembley, and it's absolutely completely wrong that we're going to have NFL football going there. And then I thought about it, and then I started reading about it, and then I realised that they sold the soul to football a long time ago. The day they knocked down the Twin Towers. Well, you could say that. And uh, they've only actually owned Wembley for 19 years yeah. of the pff, nearly 100 years. No, it's 1923 they built 1923, Wembley. 1923, that's correct. You know, uh, Jonathan was there, he told me about it. Yeah. He was I, riding I, the I white heard, horse, apparently. Well, I heard he got a summer job as a, as a scaffolder on it. <laughs> he did. You know, when they're, but you, you know. see the wood scaffolding around the Twin well, Towers. Well, actually, apparently, day, when, when they, when they um, you know, deconstructed the uh, old Wembley, uh, and they were knocking the walls down. They did actually find a Chelsea scarf belonging to Jonathan Kidd that had been buried in the concrete. Uh, you know when he was working there. I thought you were going to say they found his lunchbox. Uh, they probably did. His old pork pie. Yes, yes. His his puffin costume. But the <laughs> the uh, the bottom line is that you know should we be so fast about this or not? I mean, my my heart says absolutely, but my head says, well, why should we give a damn? I don't. You don't. There you I go. I couldn't yeah. care less. Take I care. think the FA. Well, they're farcical. I don't. I mean, w- what does it matter? I mean, if he buys Wembley, he's going to have to make money. So it's not like he's going to stop the FA Cup final being there. It's not like he's going to stop England playing there. He's going to try and make money from the stadium. I think he's going to bring if, the NFL you know, over full well, time if, as well. If he does, the NFL is from September till December, unless you're good and you get in the playoffs. So at most, he's going to have four months of use of it. It's not going to London Jaguars stadium. I, either that, or he's going to build flats everywhere. What at Wembley? Yes, Good. around the ground. Good. By the way, Fulham nil, Sunderland one. Still nil nil. Twenty-seven Chelsea minutes gone. Mm. Slavisio Kanovic looks like he's about to erupt. He just is a very angry-looking man. Sunderland went route one, ball knocked on, and uh, it was pinged in by the striker. Arsenal are neat uh, footwork. Arsenal are coming into this a bit more. Uh, they're attacking a bit more from the looks of it. Corners, Chelsea four, Arsenal two, um, and it's still nil nil. I, I, oh, uh, uh, sorry. I'm useless at uh, talking on radio and watching football at the same time. Chelsea nil Arsenal. Twenty-eight minutes gone in both of those games. Let's go back to bashing Wembley Stadium and the potential housing development we could build out of it. <laughs> I mean, how many flats could we get out of it? They're getting what six hundred out of the bowling ground. Oh, can we get you know two thousand in there? Apropos of absolutely nothing, I met a bloke once who uh, bought. Uh, I think he was a Spurs fan, mm. and he bought a flat in the you know the old you know the, what they did with Highbury. They yeah, basically yeah, yeah. kept most of the stands because mm. they were listed. Well, yeah. And they built them into flats. And yeah. there's like, like a garden in the middle of it. Yeah. And he built he bought a flat at Highbury, Spurs fan, just so he could wee onto the old Arsenal pitch in his head. I mean, that's what he kind of decided it was. You know, his garden balcony. What did he... I thought you were going to say he asked for the drainage No, he, he, he did it, it just so he could wee onto the old Arsenal pitch. I, th- I thought that was quite impressive, I've got to be honest. 
Can, can, we, can we just say that having gone to Wembley yet again last week, oh, it's horrible. Horrible It's place. not... It's, what, it's did no, you buy anything there? No, of course not. No. I mean, no, it's about I bought, I bought my ticket and that's it. I, I just never buy anything in there. I mean, we, we've, we, we'll get onto this later because there, there are still rumours and it'll be interesting to see whether Khan buying it affects whether Chelsea will go there or not. But I, I agree with Clayton entirely. You know... I like having a beer before the game. We left a quarter to two. Give or take, yeah. Quarter to two. Where were you? In Paddington. In Paddington. Uh, every Chelsea block or entrance had 300, 400 people queuing to get in. I heard I d- about that. I didn't get in until 20 past three. Oh, you lucky sod. Well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I was cross about getting in at, at 20 past three. I wanted to be in there at, at three. And if I'd have gone to Stamford Bridge, you know, an hour and a quarter before... Uh, kick off I'd have been in easily that's because you're Stanford Chidge no it's because I'm in gate 17 and we've got our own personal entrance but to the bottom line is is it's, it's a lot less bother getting in and then of course you on the way out you have to queue for an hour if you want to go uh on the tube via uh, from Wembley Park which is what I did so it's, it's an absolute shambles the atmosphere stinks as well because we unlike you don't get it together to make sure the people who want to be vocal all sit behind the goal but it's a soulless bowl isn't it yeah that's it all it is. It's, it's a awful. Bowl. The ring of it's indifference, awful. indifference. You know, the club Wembley middle ring is what kills the atmosphere at Wembley because it disconnects the supporters in the lower tier from the supporters in the upper tier, and I think that makes a massive difference to the. I just miss the old Wembley. You know what? All, and then you get you know the old boys going, "Oh well, the toilet facilities weren't very nice." Well, you know what? Go for a wee before the game. If you like Jonathan, take a bottle. What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the toilet facilities in most grounds in those days were pretty horrific. Well, so, they're know. still really poor in some That's grounds. What the Have you ever been to for. York City? No, I there's can't a wall. Say, yeah. There's a wall. And the funny thing is, at Barnsley this season, yeah. when I went, there was a wall at Barnsley, and I, I walked up the, to it I, and I go, "Where's the wall gone?" And literally, they, they knocked down one side of it, so you can't use it. And when there's just a drain, I was like, "Oh well, I'll go for it." You know. I, rem- <laughs> I remember the wall <laughs> at Barnsley. Yeah, the wall yeah. at Barnsley. Yeah, it's oh, gone, well. is it? Well, they've knocked down, you know, the other side of the wall, which blocks, you know, keeps your, your modesty intact, you know. But um, they've just knocked it down, so it's just it's a bit of a free for all, really. Mental, absolutely mental. Hope for the best. So the bottom line is, is that uh, you know, Wembley is an absolute pain to get to, and I mean, I know that a lot of the northern fans were moaning about Wembley. Because actually, it's even harder for them. No, but we it's, don't like any of that. No, but it's harder for them, and I get that because they have to go into London to get back out. But even me, I mean, I live in central London, and it just takes forever to get there. It took me as long to get home from Wembley to Victoria as it did for me to get home from Victoria to my other home in Winchester. Absolute nuts. Look, all I'm going to say is where I live right now, it'd be quicker for me to go to Birmingham than yeah. come to work every day. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think there's just a bit of a. It's just, it's just how it is. Yeah, we, we, we've London, you know. Yeah, but I've got, I've got a good parking space for you, actually. Have you? Wembley, Could have done yeah. one tonight. No, for, oh yeah, for Wembley. Yeah, yeah, but I don't drive because I, I like a drink or oh, ten. Oh yeah, you do. You like an ale, yeah, don't I you? I do. I do. You do. Really. I mean, I, I'm sure we'll, we'll be. You know, I don't actually know. We won't even be like cahooting before the final, probably because. We'll probably be drinking in separate pubs. Well, well, we we always drink in Paddington and then travel in because we can't stand any of the pubs in Wembley. My well, United always get the good one, the torch. Yeah, Big up the we'll torch. probably get the green man, so you can get beer thrown over you in the garden. How delightful! Yeah. Nice. So and there a, you go. Other bottles. There's a lot to not like about Wembley, I think, and not least the ticket prices. But I mean, for us. Um, you know, there's been a lot of rumours recently uh, about us moving there when we we make that temporary move. 
Can we talk about it after the break? Let's talk about... I'm, I've got a good Wembley story as well yeah, for you. Yeah, baby. Got a great Wembley story for you. Let's go for a break. 0208 70 At Love Sport Radio on Twitter. The depressing thing about tennis is that no matter how good I get, I will never be as good as that wall. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. He's a familiar face and isn't afraid to chat about the right stuff. Kevin O'Sullivan on Love Sport. Weekdays from 1. Can you save money on your car insurance? Chris did with a little help from a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. I'm Chris from Leicestershire, a truck driver. I went on a spokesman set, which was very easy to use for an old kit like myself. And the £300 savings enabled me to take my granddaughter to Pontins on holiday. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Take your passion for football and turn it into incredible cash prizes. Thousands of footy fans are already playing seven of the best. Just pick six teams to win and one to draw, and you could win one million pounds. You choose the matches and you can play on your own or create a team with your mates. It's free to play, so what are you waiting for? Play seven of the best today. Check out 7OTB.com. That's the number 7OTB.com. Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. Digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before. And we want to make sure that you get Love Sport on your digital radio. Just press the auto-tune or auto-scan button and Love Sport will appear on your menu. Love Sport on digital radio. A great station for a great city. Most people don't know this, but Chelsea is huge. Her dad, Bill, has some issues, but Chelsea is huge. 558 AM Love Sport The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTV.com Play your way to £1 million Love Sport Radio 558 AM How are we going to start this? Do you want to go on your rant about Shide Khan or do you want to go on and listen to my story about Wembley? I want your story yeah, and then what's happened? What what it means for the temporary move for us? Okay, and then we're going to have a wake because we just lost. Uh, uh, we just lost a goal to Arsenal in a Ute Cup final. Well, this one nil down. You're not even a quarter of the way through. Yeah, but I'm you know like Jonathan. Keep, I'm, keep a, I'm an slipped. eternal pessimist when yeah. it comes to football. So, gentlemen. Uh, hello, gents. Thank you. <laughs> we're here. We're here. We've got two screens of football on, <laughs> and literally, it's just like they're just facing that it's, way. It's just, it's not. I'm good. used to. I'm at home. It's like my wife's talking in the background and I'm watching football. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like Dan and Clayton Heaven. They've got football on two channels in the it's, same. Can way. we switch your TVs off, please? Thank you very much, producer Jamie. Um, so the old Wembley Stadium. You know, they they obviously wanted to keep some, you know, mementos from it. I, I personally think they should have kept the Twin Towers and made them like a gateway, effectively. Mm. You know, like an archway into the ground. But what they did was, you know, at the top, they used to have the, um, like, the flagpoles. Yeah. And, like, there used to be a concrete piece with the flagpole. At the top of the flagpole was like a gold crown, which was made of actual gold. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided... I, 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 who's Who's been to Ikea and Wembley here? Yeah? 
Arkham Wembley. If you come out of Arkham Wembley opposite, there's an mm. estate called St. Raphael's Estate. Right. Yeah. The genius at either multiplex the company who demolished Wembley or and rebuilt it, or the FA decided, well, we're going to pay homage to Wembley and we're going to put one of them flagpoles in St. Raphael's Estate in the park. <laughs> Brilliant. And what they did is they put the whole concrete section, they brought in, had a little ceremony, a plaque, you know, you know, Jeff Hurst was probably there, Trevor Brooking was probably there saying, oh, yeah, it's a nice day for Wembley, you know. <laughs> Give it a rest, Trev. Um, the next day... Got Basically, it. every single person had been there with an angle grinder and cut the thing off, and now all that's left there is just a bit of concrete. <laughs> <laughs> this is a concrete stump just sitting in the middle of a park, and no one actually goes. Such a joke. Uh, that's, that's mad, isn't it? Then they built hills out of the rest of the rubble of Wembley in North Hot on the A40. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, should never have got rid of it. Well, you know, died things happen. Well, I mean, you know, you could say the same about Stamford Bridge, actually, because uh, a very clever little segue from yours truly, I thought. Very good. But, I mean, how much of the original Stamford Bridge exists today that we all grew up with? The just shed the, wall? Just, no, just, well, the shed wall's not really part of the stadium anymore, but just the East Stand. You know, there's the, it, it, that, that stadium is unrecognisable from the one that yeah, I but, first but, went to. But when I first went, that wasn't there. The original East no, was yeah, there. No, because you are considerably older than I me. I am considerably older than you. You are indeed. But, you know, so things change and we adapt to it, don't we? And, I mean, I think the same will be the case when we knock the entire stadium down and rebuild it into this wonderful cathedral of football that's been promised to us by Roman Abramovich. But the issue is... Uh, I wrote a, I wrote a, it's weird because the blog I wrote was really just moaning about how, how much Wembley stinks and how I don't want to ever go back there again, ever. And then it turned into Saeed Khan uh, putting this bid in for Wembley, and it suddenly reverts right back to how will that affect Chelsea mm. when we move? Because all the way along the line, it's always been presumed that Chelsea might well move to Wembley for the four years that it will take them to redevelop the ground, and that move will take place in 2021. But every time we kind of quiz the club on this, they, they fight shy of it a little bit, don't they? No, nothing's been decided. Well, we, we want to see how it works with Tottenham. Well, we're not that keen. So I'm, I'm, none, the, you know, I'm none the wiser with Khan buying it. You know, some people are saying it would make it less likely that Chelsea would move there. Others are saying it would make it more likely that Chelsea would move there. Nobody seems to be able to I, discern what the, the truth is in all of that. As an astute businessman, and he's a very astute businessman, mm. don't forget this is the man who turned up in America with nothing. Like, nothing. He was he was going to university and he realised, I've only got enough money to, you know, stay in a hotel for X, Y, Z nights. Mm. I'd better get a job. You know, and he turned that job, and he, he turned that job into another job, and then he bought the company out. I don't know how he did it, but he, he calls himself the American dream. You know that old mm. phrase, the American dream? Yeah. That's what he considers himself to be. And to be fair... The guy, I, I think, is, is a real inspiration as a businessman. He's done very, very well for himself. And he's not thick. He's really not stupid. You know, um, it's like the Riverside stand at Fulham. People people are talking about that um, and, and, you know, how he's remodelled it. Well, he's remodelled it because he knows for a fact, you know, with the Jags and, and the NFL, you can get more out of hospitality. So he's remodelled the whole stand. It looks like something out of Ascot. It's a lovely-looking stand now. But they had a planning application that took a while to get mm. through. He scrapped the whole thing. He lost a load of money on it, scrapped the whole thing, goes, look, we're going to do it, we're going to start fresh, we're going to do it properly. I really can't... I, I think more clubs will try and 
play there, you know, when they're rebuilding grounds, etc., etc. However, I, I really do think that Chelsea have a chance, uh, an increased chance of playing there, um, purely because Shai Khan will want to make money. What Brent Council have to say about it, I'm not sure, because there is some form of covenant or restriction on the land. Yeah, but, but Spurs That's have it. already it's countered fun. that. So uh, there's for one pr- season. Yeah, well, then that, that that has been said that he'll wear it for one. They'd wear it for one season, but we want to be there for four. But who knows? I mean, to be really honest with you, if we move to Wembley for four years, I'm going to really think hard about whether I go or not. I'd be interested to hear what these two guys say, Dan. Uh, I mean, it's Wembley. It's, it's it's lost its magic. It's lost its mystique because there's so many games there. Semi-finals shouldn't be there for starters. Yep, it should be totally. you know Old Trafford or Villa Park, which is where I grew up going to for semi-finals. I mean. <clears throat> for me, I want to go to the new stadium. If it means stick it Wembley for four years just to make sure yeah, I get a ticket for the new that. Stamford Bridge, I want to say, right, <clears throat> you know, five years' time, my last season at Chelsea will be in the new stadium. But it's, it's nothing at Wembley that's enjoyable. Nothing. Are you looking forward to the new ground? Absolutely, yeah. I can't wait. I love the bridge. It's so do I, but it's. Yeah, but look at when I started. There was you, you were, you know, the shed was a hundred yards from the pitch, and now it's much more enclosed. You know, you've got to embrace change. We can't very quickly as well. You know the gates around the bridge. So you have the Britannia Gate, yeah. the Stamford Gate. What are they named after? Well, the Britannia is a pub, which yeah. is now the Contiki Bar, but are you, and it's Britannia Road. So Britannia Road, the Britannia Pub, and the Bovril Gate is because there was the Bovril, uh, there's the Bovril Bar, wasn't it? The Bovril Tea Bar thing. Yeah. yeah I, I really think it'll be quite and Stanford nice to, Gate. Uh, can't this named after me? Obviously. To to, yeah. to call it like the Wilkins Gate or something like that. It'll be nice. No. 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 It'd be nice like, to have his own entrance. Yeah, well, they all do anyway. In in the in the in the traditional way that modern uh, modern football clubs have I, done this. Do you, you think know? you'll start getting into the the? Do you think you'll start getting into statues and things like that? Once I, I'm I'm a believer that you know that you shouldn't get a statue unless you're an absolute legend of the club or and you're, you're dead. dead or or and and because I think a statue to somebody that's living is just Arsenal got no. Yeah, well, that they're Arsenal. Yeah, it's called that back four. Oh, oh, oh tush. very good. Yeah, but Very I think, good. you know, you wait, come back. like Peter Osgood, for example, in absolutely, the King of Stamford Bridge, perfectly right and acceptable that he has a statue. What about Dennis Law at Man United? The King of Stratford End? Yeah, I know, but he's still alive. I think it's still wrong, you know. He's got one. I know it's he a has. Secret well, him, well, has he? It's a secret statue. It's well, a hidden statue. Well, what about the three, you know, the, the you know best law and child? Oh, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's done, but I, there's another statue, Dennis Law, the hidden really? one. Down the middle of the Stratford End, it's in a stairwell. Yeah. And it's, you know, you know, like when you're going up the stairs, you can see this massive statue, mm. and it's because he's the King of the Stratford End. Right, okay. The, Alex Ferguson's got his own statue. He doesn't look like Alex Ferguson, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a really weird pose. Ful- Fulham had Michael Jackson, of course. Yeah, well, they replaced it with George Cohen, so a yeah. decent substitution there. Not, S- not Tommy similar, Trinder. Similar people. No, I think the Johnny, Johnny Haynes, Haynes statue is quite, yeah. a great statue. Look, bottom line is that's just a personal opinion. I think that, you know, you shouldn't have a statue of somebody until they've passed it. Terry Henry. Yeah, well. Terence Henry, he's got one. Yeah, I could tell you a very funny story about Terry Henry, but I probably better not because he might Let's get sued. Not. Tell me a story about Lenny Henry. Half past eight, Love Spot Radio will be reading out your tweets next. Get your own Stormy Daniels name by taking a weather condition and adding it to an old neighbour's character's surname. Hey, London. Fancy putting your finger on our button? Go on. You know you want to. Get up close and personal with us every Sunday night for a dating show with a difference. From bad hair days to Netflix without the chill. Sunday nights in London will never be the same. Love Struck, the love sport dating show with a difference. We're going to talk a bit about Swansea Chelsea. We're back on air, Chidge. Sorry. You know what? 
we we really need to make some adjustments. We need to get a mic live like there. Yeah, we do. Every I time you just crash there. the brakes. I know, but I can't see it. I might be doing it to upstage you. I know, but the, the point of it is, you know when you're sitting at a desk, you're supposed to sit straight, but you like, you're sitting like, you know, you're, you're lounging. Then you might be able to hear me, and no, that would be terrible. No, no. Because that's that better? You, so producer Jamie organises the microphones before the actual gig, and he, he, he sorts out like that. And if you look up now, up, you can see the mic live light. I can. If I look down, look up, mic live, look down, I see Aaron. Thank you very much. I'm going to go back to where I was. Fulham 1, Sunderland 1 in the championship as they approach half-time there. Um, Chidge, yeah. Twitter corner. Yeah, uh, some organisation called Love Sport Radio, at Love Sport Radio. Yes, I know them. They uh, put a very nice tweet out saying that we are on their uh, radio station as we speak. And the lovely Robert Ray, uh, Robert uh, quite often, I think he's been on the, the Chelsea podcast once in a while. He's a very nice He was, he very was nice on chat. Uh, last week. He was, wasn't he? Anyway, Robert, uh, answering the question that uh, the editorial department of Love Sport Radio put on the tweet, which says, Mourinho blames Chelsea for selling Mo Salah. What do you think? And Robert says, considering, uh, considering he effectively ended Salah's time at Chelsea by not picking him and saying publicly he was the fifth-choice winger and should go on loan or be sold, he's being selective with the truth, to say the least. I couldn't agree more, I've got Robert. a question for you, though, Robert. Yeah, you spell your name in a certain way. I want to know, are you related to Chris Rea? No, no, I'm, it's not to, boom, boom, I'm just, no, but If he's on the way to United, he would definitely be on the road to hell. Driving, driving home for Christmas. He might be. He might be. Driving home for Christmas. So, um, are we going to talk more about Wembley, or are we going to talk about Swansea-Chelsea? Let's talk about Wembley for, yeah. for a few minutes more. You're fixated with Wembley, Aaron. I'm worried. Do you know what? I used to live in Wembley. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I used to literally go past the ground all the time, and it was always like a magical place for me. I used to see it and just think, whoa. Like, literally, that place is cool. You know? Um, yeah. It was, though. And it was, it was amazing. I remember going special there. Special place. You know, Euro 96. Yeah. And, um, you know, watching England there and then watching Man United there. And I went to the old Wembley and I thought the old Wembley was just something really special. It was always built up as a young football fan, literally, by my dad that, you know, look, Wem it's Wembley. Mm. It's like the home of football. And I was like, whoa, you know. And th there used to be this bit under, you know, you know the, the ramps that go up? Yeah. Underneath there used to be this sort of like semicircular doorway which used to lead straight onto the pitch, which was the actual main tunnel, main entrance. So yeah. the players used to get off the bus. Yeah. They used to go straight under that tunnel yeah. and on the odd occasion you know because you could drive really close to the ground um sometimes that door would be open and you just glimpse a look and you'd be yeah. like wow yeah. that is incredible it's like you know you know when you go to a ground like i don't know when you get the bridge like when i go to old trafford or or yeah when i go to old trafford you know when you're going up the stairs up into you know your little gangway and you see the pitch you just get the this first like Whoa, time yes i, I get that green. sorry mate yeah I, I get that at stanford bridge because yeah. where i sit we're right in the corner up at the top mm. and as i go past there's like a, a an open access point to mm. the to the pitch which is you know when they bring the goalposts out yeah, there, yeah 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 and that's where they bring them out and i walk past there and you see that and, and you're right there's something really quite magical about that i think see i've always i always um have said this you know that there's a phrase goosebumps never yeah. lie yeah and and um when, when you're when you're coming off the motorway to go to old trafford there, there's you see the back a lot, the East Stand and the Stretford End, and I've always get goosebumps, and I've always said, the day I stop getting goosebumps is the day I stop going. Yeah. Because can I, I just, can I just read you something? Is this an extract from your memoirs? Yeah. Well, it might be. It's just this wonderful fanzine Please that do, yeah. a couple of us write for, called CFC UK. Hurry up, and it it's just, only a pound. It just so happens, I did an article a couple of months ago about... Um, 
taking my son to a game. And I said in this article, it just so happens I hang on in my bag, nothing can quite ever explain the excitement to a youngster of the first time you see the green grass of the pitch. Yeah, very true. Absolutely. Very true. Absolutely, mate. Anyway, I just thought I, I'd throw I, that out. No, I, I, you mate, there's a great, great line, great point. I always think that... Oh, thank you very much. Is that my copy? No, no, he wants it back. Oh. I thought I'd just show it to you. Quality writing At in there. Goalie 59. Clear ton beer Clear man. Clear ton beer man. How far do you think we will go in the cup? It was. Is there enough time to go and have a pizza before we went home? Not really, but we went anyway. Thanks. The end. Um, <laughs> but you, you build sort of like rituals. You build you habits. You know, some people have like lucky things. It's like I went to Wimbledon on Saturday, and you know the grounds, as you will know, because it's you, you know you're, you're a reserve game, your reserves yeah, yeah, ground yeah. and your women's yeah. ground. Um, you know, there's a cafe around the corner, and all the Wimbledon fans go there. To a point where, imagine there's a greasy spoon and it's got a tap in it for beer, and they do beer on tap in a greasy <laughs> spoon. It's incredible. But do, do you have any rituals before games? It's, it's our standard pub. Yeah, eight, eight, eight pints usually. Yeah, we got a great pub we go to before the match. But there they, they go. That's what I'm saying. You go yeah. to a specific pub. It's uh, like when I go to United, I go to a specific pub. The Bishop's Place on the corner. You know, we have our our, our, our entrance that we go in through the back instead of the front, where all the tourists try and jump in. Yeah. But you know. But it's it's ri- football is ritualistic. It is absolutely, and you're right. I do. I get. I get all the tools that are pre-match. Well, and that's what I why I have Wem- the hump. Wembley that is so, even though I have my own Wembley ritual. I mean, it's amazing. We've been to Wembley so many times in the last twenty years uh, that we now have a Wembley ritual, which is for me, it's to go to the the Victoria Pub in Paddington. Loads of people turn up. It's fantastic. But it, it it didn't really work this year for me because I don't know why. Well, maybe it could be our our new cock pub. You know, go there pretty much. Well, I would like to, but I don't want to like you know miss the first twenty minutes of the match every it's time. It's going to be semi final every match. If you know, if I paid yeah. one hundred and forty five quid for a final ticket and I missed the first twenty minutes, that's thirty five quid oh. down the drain. I mean, you know, not that it's about the money, but but yeah. but I I was thinking more about the fact that. Uh, you know, okay, the cup final. But it's just the whole experience of going to football and our ritual: going to the stall, going to the cup yeah. pub, going yeah. somewhere else. Being in Chelsea. Being in Chelsea, it's it's going to kill it. It will. It it's will. just going to absolutely kill it. I mean, Spurs have done brilliantly to to. I mean, they're only going to be away, aren't they? Maybe a couple of weeks at the beginning of the season, but but that's it. And we'll have four one years. One year away. Four We've got years. Four years. I mean, the club is built as much easier than us. But this this oh, is why is, yeah. this is why the best option for us is to is to go and play at Fulham. I think we play at Fulham in Champions League games, assuming we qualify at Wembley. Yeah, play I at wish Fulham. I could take that. Can I just say, Clayton? Like while you guys have been talking, I've been reading. It's really good. Yeah, thank you very it's much. Really good, but I can relate to a lot of it. Yeah, you know. There's a wonderful thing about good fanzines, and CFC UK is a fantastic fanzine. Uh, the Red Issue up at United, yeah. another good one. Big Red Issue yeah. out today. But, uh, you know, good fanzines, are it, they, they tap into a universal collective feeling about football. So I can read Red Issue, the United one, and not, you know, not be spitting my toys out of mm-hmm. the pram. Mm. like I would if I was reading a United fans Twitter account because actually what they're writing about is the same emotions and feelings that I have about the game and that's the beautiful thing about fans well, that, that's why Fever Pitch which is about a team that yeah. we don't necessarily follow mm. is a great book yeah because it, it's terrible ev- film though well yeah. I've, I've not watched the film Colin but Firth. The book's brilliant I because prefer, I prefer Football Factory, but yeah, of course. Oh, we, a lot of the people that we know who write for that were in the Football Factory. Were you Clayton? 
No. Oh. The guy who edits that was in it. The thing is, I, I was speaking to a friend, and you know, she was asking me like, "What is it about football?" And I said, "Can you imagine? Yeah, imagine this: you're in a, you're in like a giant space with fifty thousand other people, and one bloke just starts singing a song, and everyone else joins yeah. in in time, and everyone else just yeah. starts singing this one yeah. song, and the whole place sings this one song in time, and no one knows each other, but there, you just feel so unified, and that's what makes it emotive that." On a Saturday afternoon, three o'clock on a Saturday, well, not anymore because of Sky, but three o'clock on a Saturday, everyone can forget what's going on outside of, of those walls mm. of a football ground and they can do their thing and they can, you know, express how they want to feel. And it can make or break their weekend, it can make mm. or break their week, let's be fair. You know, but the rituals of it, I, 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 I can relate so much to this piece. I read it and I'm just like, yeah, actually, that's so cool. And that's why I feel when I eventually have children, you know what? It will be it will be massive for me to take my kids to football mm. like it was for my dad. You know, to, to take you know me to football. I remember my first game uh, was an away game. It wasn't even a home game. It was actually at Sellers Park to watch United Wimbledon. And then you know, I actually finally got to go to Old Trafford, and it was incredible. And going to Old Trafford was such a big thing. You know, it's only in my latter years now, and well, you know, just recently I've realised actually, nothing major, it's not, to be fair, it's a, a, you know, a few hours drive, but it's alright, I'll drive up there, I don't really mind, you know, but as a kid, you build it up and you just think about it and you, I remember like I was football mad, and that's, to be fair, for a football lover, there's nothing more that you want, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. as as a parent. Dan said it earlier about Wembley about the fact the whole magic of Wembley's gone yeah. I mean you know like you, you sort of tune up two minutes to go we're going to Wembley well no you're actually at Wembley so I, do you know what I, I, I thought that when really that kicked off on, on off. Sunday I thought you absolute muppets you can't be singing Okay, Sarah, Sarah, we're going to Wembley. You're already blooming well here. I know. I mean, which yeah. is not their fault because we should be playing the semi-final yeah. somewhere else. Villa like, Park know. was brilliant. Villa Park, love yeah, it. Well, it was. It was, but it had its flaws. Chelsea, Chelsea, Fulham. Great chicken, balty pies, though. Chelsea, Fulham, FA Cup semi-final. Yeah. Seven o'clock Sunday yeah. night in yeah. Birmingham. I mean, where the? Yeah, but just think of the drinking time we had before the match. I do. <sighs> Well, I was driving that day. So. You know, the, the the only thing I would say is about semi-finals at Wembley. It means that a hell of a lot of people, a lot of kids there on Sunday. Yeah, and I think you know that that's the only saving grace is a lot of people that. I, I think you're right though in your piece, Clayton. You've written about your son filming bits of games and stuff. That really irritates me. You know, when you see people just with camera phones. Like I always do a thing. You know, you know when the players are coming out of the tunnel, I always put a Snapchat up or something like that. And and you know when you know we're singing like a really good song, which is quite often in the Stratford End. You know, you, you, you hear it. What, what, sorry, what was that? Was that anything? Was that a frog a, in my throat. A snigger. No, no, I had a frog in my throat. It's fine. It's fine. Um, Anyway, when when you're singing a song, you know, just put put that up on Snapchat. But that's about it. I'm not interested in in you know filming the whole game. I hate that. It really irritates me. Me too. Yep, watch the game too. with your eyes. Watch the game. It's like concerts as well. It's like you're I, never you know, going to watch that video I w- again. I went, I went to a concert on Tuesday night. Who'd you go and see? Courtney Marie Andrews. Not Boney M. Not Boney M. Like Karen. And there was a guy about ten meters away from us who basically filmed virtually the whole thing on his phone, and I just thought. You, why bother point? coming? Isn't there somewhere, like a venue or somewhere, that's going to put in, like, padding or lead panels so that they can they, they can block out mobile phone, like, signal and stuff? Quincy, like that. I think it was Lee Evans, and they, they banned uh, camera phones. So mm-hmm. There was, like, a steward almost every line, so pulled a camera out 
It's hard to put it away. Well, R- Ricky Gervais shut the bars. Uh, his 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 gig and it was terrible. Well, the gig was terrible. Sorry, Ricky. Uh, Which one was it? It was the one at Hammersmith Apollo just recently. It was really oh, humanity. I didn't really enjoy yeah. it. I wasn't really a fan. I love Ricky Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan, but I I we, uh, there was a lot of us who just left. Like a load of people just kept just left because mm-hmm. it was just rubbish. It was just really really poor. Just boring. Yeah, disappointed when he doesn't do that many concerts and then when he does pull one out. I should have just great. done a Derek one or something like that. 8.43, this is Love Sport. If your life seems miserable, you're probably listening to Five Live. Love Sport, 558am. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Don't miss big at the London Motor Show. Brought to you by MotorshowEvents.com, this is a celebration of all big vehicles. From big American rigs, the ultimate six-wheel Hummer, one of the biggest off-roaders, to the most spectacular lowrider by Gas Monkey, this is not to be missed. Save 10% today on London Motor Show tickets. Visit MotorshowEvents.com slash LoveSport and use promo code BIG2018. The London Motor Show, 17th to the 20th of May at XL London. Stop paying too much for your energy bills. Brian saved money on his at a spokesman said.com. Can you? I'm Brian from Swaddling Coat, South Derbyshire, and I saved about £400 on my energy bill with a spokesman said. The iSpokesman said website was very easy to use, instructions are quite clear to follow, and the money I saved I put towards a holiday. A spokesman said.com. Compare home energy quotes from the UK's biggest suppliers in just a matter of minutes. To find real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. You could visit 10, <sighs> 20, <sighs> 100 dealers and still not see as many cards as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. Because at Car Giant, we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your next car. Go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how London buys its cars. Car Giant. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. People are telling me buses are the thing in London. Buses. Tremendous. Love Sport. The Fans Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to one million pounds. Yeah, play your way to one million pounds with 7OTB.com. Make sure you make your selections by 7.45 tomorrow. Producer Jamie was going to come in and tell us a story about something. I don't know what it was. Fashion chips. I couldn't understand the accent. I really couldn't. He was just like rabbiting on in my ear. Here he is, here he is with his funny hat. <laughs> oh, jeez. Go on, go, go well, on. Well, you guys were telling me about how you don't appreciate the whole we people filming you. with cell phones. We weren't phones. telling you. We were telling everyone. Well, you're telling the audience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I should be correct. But yeah, it's kind of funny uh, you mentioned that because uh, I'm exactly the same. Absolutely hate it when people are filming in front of me. Actually, specifically, I go out of my way to actually slap phones out of people's hands. Uh, Do you? Yeah, I've done that before, mate. How many, how many successful slaps have you had? Uh, four, actually. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Good work. Yeah. yeah. Had back. Don't, don't mess with two. the Kiwis, mate. Yeah, yeah. Slap your Definitely phone out of your hand. Oh, oh, it was the worst thing, though. I, like, you paid that much money. No, Why no, would you bother no, holding yourself in? something worse than that in concerts. It's people talking. 
Oh, yeah. what? Round the talking. What kind yeah. of concerts were you talking though? Any oh, concert. Any concert. You can't, yeah. couldn't hear yourself speak at the kind yeah, of concerts that's, that's I go I to. What are you talking no, well, about? I, I go to a lot of small venues. Oh, okay, so, that makes sense. No, that makes sense, I don't definitely. go to any of the bigger venues, mm. I can't stand mm. it. But yeah, I was going to mention, uh, mm. funnily enough, a mate of mine went to Prince in New Zealand, and he actually got kicked out of the venue because Prince banned phones at his concerts. Nice huh. one, Prince. Yep. Which, love his work. Miss Good you, man. Yeah. Big piece. up the Prince. Miss you, mate. Legend of the game. Jamie, formerly known as Symbol. Thank you very much, Jamie, for that. He's uh, he's he's here every. He, he like that. He's laughing. He's a good lad. He's a good. He's lad. a good lad. I like him. Yeah, does a good job in here for us. He does. He does. He does. He's a good lad. He's a good lad, Jamie. Um, we're talking about his fashion chaps, um, and the oblics. <laughs> it's not from South Africa. Um, <laughs> right, okay. Oh, very right. good. Better okay. politics. Um, chap Swansea. Yeah. Have we got our mojo back? That's what I want to know. Oh, Mojo. Have we got our Mojo back, Dan? Where's um, my Mojo? I think Conte might have got a bit of his Mojo back, judging yeah. by his... Made some good subs last week. Yeah. I Changed thought. game. Got a bit excited. He yeah. saw him head the, Giroud, head the goal in for Morata. Um, if we've got to put Spurs under pressure, we've got to win. That's simple as that. We should be able to beat Swansea. Mm. We've, you know, we've got a game a week now until the cup final. Shouldn't be any excuses. We should really go up there and get a positive result. Two strikers up front. Early goal. You think that he'll play two up front again? Might do. Nah. He might do. Nah. Similar kind of levels of teams. Nah. Did you not think, and I find this slightly depressing, that we play when Eden plays. Eden was superb on Saturday, and when he came off that 20 minutes against Burnley, that was filth. Mm, Magical. That was absolute filth. Yeah. And I... I really seriously, seriously worry for us if he goes. I'm not sure he is going to go, but he just looks great at the moment. He looks like he's interested. World and Well, you would have thought because the World Cup's coming up, he might not want to get so involved. Yeah, and you might want to. Well, that's what I, I you know, that, that, that does. Yeah, I agree. I think that does tend to happen. But he looked, I mean, it was interesting because I thought he was on fire for the first 20 minutes and then he sort of stepped off a bit and. The second 20 minutes, the first half was a bit dull. And then he picked it up again. I'd, but there was there was one thing, I don't know if you what you think about it. I, when we went, I can't remember if we run up or two up, there was one point where we broke, we I think might have been two up. Morata was on his left-hand side, Pedro was on his right-hand side. Hazard picked the ball up, and the first thing he did was look to see where Morata was. And I thought that's the difference between him and Ronaldo. Ronaldo mm. would have picked the ball up and just gone. Yeah. And he's not selfish enough. He's not selfish enough, but he did have a few more shots on Sunday. I thought, and I. But just... I, I thought he played. I, I thought that we played quite well up at Burnley before he came on. Actually, we were we were great, and I just. I mean, I, I thought that their equaliser summed our season up. We'd well, completely... that was unlucky completely dominated the game and then conceded an awful, awful goal. But it was, which uh, it was unlucky, it was a No, I, that, that's what I'm saying. It was unlucky. It wasn't bad defending. It was just a complete freak. Mm. But we did play well in Burnley. I think we played better than anybody could have expected. But after Hazard came on, we were just... It was sexy football. Superb. Mm. Sexy football and we'll be pre- further previewing Swansea after this. I've decided to cancel the world nuclear war in favour of a world trade war. It's less paperwork in the long run that I can tell you. Love sport. 
I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Forget mocha chocolates and visiting relatives in care homes. The weekends are for loving sport. Wake up with Love Sport Breakfast at the weekend with an MBE and Olympic medalist. Get your head round the most biased football show on UK radio and enjoy a barrister with all the banter. So much more fun than a trip to Ikea and our balls are meteor. Love sport of the weekend. At the end of the day, my wife is the first lady. Stormy Daniels is the second lady and Karen McDougal is the third lady. 5.58 a.m. Love sport. Love sport radio... Uh, eight minutes nine o'clock. I was about to say five minutes nine o'clock. Don't know why. Eight minutes nine o'clock. Um, carry on with your preview, chaps. No Tammy Abraham for them. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I think uh, I think the biggest issue that's been bubbling around our heads for the last few weeks really is, you know, whether Giroud deserves to start ahead of Morata. I mean, I know my colours the Mars and have done many times in the last few weeks. I think absolutely he does. I think he's a much better striker at the moment than Morata. And he's what we need if we're going to play one up front. But I'm intrigued by what you said earlier, Dan. You you think he's going to play two up front. What makes you think that? I think it worked very well against Burnley. Uh, clearly, clearly, you know, beginnings of a very good you know relationship between the two of them. They make some good runs. I think Morata, Morata's missed a lot of chances, but he's getting in a position to miss the chances. You'd expect him to score, but he's not shying away from it. Giroud gives us a real focal point up front because he's a battering ram. He, you know, he'll bring players into play, and you could potentially play Morata and Hazard off him because Morata's a very skillful player, as is Hazard. You've got the focal point. So you, you would play. Uh, so how would you play it? Would I you play? Would you play them? You know, basically a traditional two up front, Hazard kind of slightly behind. Yeah, them. and then maybe sort of Morata slightly dropping off as well. So Giroud is a focal point. Morata, Hazard. Kind so of actually, dro- what you'd play is you'd play Giroud as the as the the focal point yeah. up front, Hazard on, on one side of him, Morata right, so on the, the other. other. Yeah, and then yeah. could work. You know, but listen, it's who knows. Name Conte will probably you know play four, five in midfield and one up front. Yeah, I mean, I I, I I was surprised to see him do it against Burnley. I'll be even more surprised to do it against Swansea. He, I think that was under surprise Burnley because I think Burnley would have been training all week for our standard formation, and that probably threw them out slightly the way we set ourselves up. Mm, mm. Sharing signs of, you know. He was very innovative with the back three last season. Maybe this yeah. could be Maybe. the change. I like the idea of two up front. I get, I get really bored with playing. I think it's yeah. quite negative to just play with one up front. I think it was really refreshing um, because I think the biggest problem for me has been his rigidity in his formations and not changing things enough. Uh, we have become too predictable. So to suddenly do something completely different... I thought that was good. I thought that was that was refreshing. And it also, to me, meant that he hadn't really... I mean, his whole sort of demeanour in recent time has been like, well, I'm just going to put a team out there. If they win, they win. If they don't, they don't. I don't really care. And all of a sudden, I don't know what's happened, whether he's been offered a new contract. Who well, knows? Well, you see, that's actually one of the really interesting things that's been, yeah. been bubbling around this week, I think. You know, all... I don't know. I don't know how long now. Four, five, six months, maybe. We've all been saying, oh, Conte's definitely going. Yeah, he's off at the end of the season. And suddenly I keep hearing whisperings that, well, maybe he won't be. Fact is, previous managers have been sacked long before Conte. For, for not... For, yeah. For yeah. Not, I mean, as, not as bad, yeah. to be honest. I mean, Carlo, for example. Yeah. Di Matteo, AVB, everyone. So may, 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 maybe they suddenly, you know, eureka moment that actually Conte is a damn good coach, given well, the tools that he wants... 
then but perhaps he's there's no, there's no one out there better yeah. with Premier League experience. Yeah, and he he seems a bit happier. Press conferences seemed a bit happier. Who knows? Isn't as Mark Mark Royal said, glorious unpredictability. Well, you never know what's going to happen yeah. at Chelsea. That is wonderfully Chelsea, isn't it? Um, my only other concern, just to go back to the Swansea game, is you know, will they focus on the FA Cup, Clayton? No. No, you no, think they're, they're still I, up I think, for the I think League. they're still going to go. And, and like Dan said, it's only a game a week, so I don't think they're risking anything. My my biggest concern, as it has been all season, is our midfield. You know, it's Fabregas. Oh, just it was quite interesting. Um, I, know, I know lots of people have said this, but f- sitting up high, getting a sort of a more tactical view of what goes on on the pitch uh, at Wembley last at week. Wembley yeah. last week, I just noticed how much he slows us down. Yeah. He, he gets Next the ball. Goal, mate. Would well, you take Iniesta next season? Would I? Yeah. No. No. I'd love him. You know. He looks like Clint Howard. He can't come and play for Chelsea. <laughs> too, too old. You've already got Matic in midfield. He's slow enough. I'll tell you what, you you <laughs> would love him back. You'd love him back, wouldn't you? I'd like Herrera. Ole Ole and Herrera. Absolutely. Matter. Class. Well, he's one of the only players in recent times that I've really regretted letting go. And to go to you lot, that was yeah, just Matt really sad. Class. Well, as Brucey used to say, if the price is right, let's do the. Uh, anyway, Temi Tope Ilupeju has tweeted in saying Salah was sold after Mourinho left, though Mourinho didn't give him enough chances to prove himself. 13 appearances. All that is history now. It's difficult to prove yourself if you don't get the chances and support of your manager. Thank you very much this evening, gentlemen. Great to have you in. Iniesta or Clint Howard? There you Who go. Can say? That is the question that's the Chelsea fan cars back next week from seven on love sport I'm looking at the clock on the wall and I can't tell the time but apparently it's nearly time for the news love sport digital radio offers great sound quality and more stations than ever before and we want to make sure that you get love sport on your digital radio just press the auto tune or auto scan button and love sport will appear on your menu love sport on digital radio a great station for a great city when looking for the best possible deal for his car insurance jim went on the spokesman said.com and saved hundreds I'm Jim. I'm a radio presenter based in Glasgow. I couldn't believe how expensive the car insurance for our Citroen C4 Picasso was going to be from my existing insurer. I went on a spokesman said and saved an incredible £600. Just amazing. Signing up to a spokesman said, best thing I could have done. Find quotes from over 100 leading insurance providers at a spokesman said.com. Getting real people, real savings. Compare, switch and save with a spokesman said.com. You love when you play football and your team wins. And you love when the team you support wins. And you're going to love winning the online football game. Seven of the best. All you need to do is pick six winning teams and want to draw. And you could win one million pounds. You can play on your own. Or even better, create a team with your mates. It's free to play. So what are you waiting for? Play seven of the best at 7otb.com. That's the number 7otb.com. Brilliant. I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. Experience it for yourself with help from NHS Smoke Free. Our range of support tools, which includes face-to-face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. Love Sport. Available on Radio Player and TuneIn Radio for your smartphone. Download now from the App Store and Google Play. 
Friday night across the capital. Thank you very much to the chaps from the Chelsea Fancast. Their under-18s are currently 1-0 down at home to Arsenal in the first leg of the Youth Cup final. It's Firm 1, Sunderland 1 in the Championship. And Championship football is what we talk next every Friday night on Love Sport Radio as we welcome the chaps from Ashtung Millwall. Time to talk all things Lions. Is the playoff push still on? Come on board, join us and... Let them all come down to Love Sport. Here's news. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.